This is the Criterion Creeps Podcast. I'm Jared Duncan. I'm your man. Uh, and we're just two guys who have no other choice now but to creep our way through the Criterion Collection one spine number at a time in order of release. This week, we're traveling through time and space and learning about Japan as we watch Hello? Spine 387 in the Criterion Collection. Chris Marker's Le Jeté from 1962 and Sans Soleil from 1983. But first, RJ, it's been, it's yeah. been a while since we've uh, had a double header. Has it? Yeah, maybe, maybe since uh, uh, the, what's his name, Paul Robeson era. Remember, remember, remember watching for like a month Paul Robeson movies and talking about them in pod form? I don't actually. Who is yeah, Rob- Paul Robeson? I've never oh. heard of that name. I should uh, tune into this podcast I've been hearing about. It's called the Criterion Creeps. And what happens in, in there? What, what is that uh, about? These two chuds talk about oh. movies. You know, well, I'm chuds? okay with chuds. Yeah. yeah, I'm okay with chuds. Yeah, well, chuds are pretty really, cool. I think you'd really be into the show then. Yeah. Hey, I'll consider it. Yeah, that was a. Three yeah, when you ago, when you're like it's a double header, I was like no, and you're like don't worry, one of them's half an hour. But what you neglected to say was that the other one was still like an hour and forty minutes or something. Uh oh man, that was a that was quite the backbreaking uh, period of our our lives. Uh, watching Monster and Mad Men, Monsters and Mad Men, followed by the Paul Robeson. It was like nonstop. Yeah, that was kind of a rough go, hey. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this her. isn't any better, but. They're all rough goes in my my mind. They're all Back. rough goes. Facts. Unless Backs. we got like a twenty minute movie one week and that was it. I mean oh. that would be that would be cool. I'd be in it. Well, we had the. I mean, the closest we ever got to that was Night and Fog, but then we watched uh, uh, Hiroshima Money More. Money More. Money More. Which I think that's Money More. And that's that's not so. Not not less of a fan of that, but Night and Fog is like, oh man, but short, but not that it, chipper, but, it, but it's short. Yeah, sometimes that's all you need. Sometimes length is the key. Length is the key. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I mean, you could. Do you want to follow up on that? No. Maybe unpack that. Length? Uh, what do you? I don't know how to unpack things. Everyone's always talking about unpacking stuff. And it's like, what if I'd like to keep it packed right where it is? Do you I know see. what I mean? You keep keep the package. Uh, well, yeah. Up. Not, Do you protect not, your not, package? Not, not unfurled. Unfurled? Yeah. Sometimes you got to pay extra for that. Sometimes. Sometimes you do. You know. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, we can do this live. Should I post... Uh, <laughs> I got to do the the post today. I'm going to send you two potential pictures on Messenger. Oh god. You can tell me which one you I find more fun. They are both They are both genuine screenshots of this film. 
you tell authentic stills authentic stills so you tell me which one is more appropriate oh <laughs> i'm i want to see the cat the cute one or the no the distressing yeah, the, one the cow one please okay i that was my gut instinct but you know um sometimes life gives you a curve sometimes you got to adjust to that and that's what this movie was this week Hear my review on the Criterion Creeps podcast or on the Discord, Jarrett. Wow. Uh, so, How's that just, for professionalism? So someone just messaged me uh, something that wasn't meant for me. It was meant for other people. Oh. But, but I'm also in the fee of which we were supposed to go. So I have to direct their attention elsewhere. Uh, I can explain. Mm. You can give me a moment here. Wait, was it like, hey, do you know if Jarrett's got that butt smell anymore? And so it's like related no. to you. It's you not know what, you. You, you know what's uh, just just as brutal about uh, this podcast. Butt smell? Yeah, it, this it's preventing me from apparently playing in some real uh, real Star Trek RPG times. Oh, what like what? Uh, I don't know, but I get well, these messages after the fact. Like long, they don't start till later. Like they they start yeah. playing two hours. These people bicker and fight in there. The real we degenerates. Could, we could definitely be done in two hours. We could. Oh, I don't want to play. Let me tell you. Oh. Well, I was gonna say <laughs> too. I, I have. I have threatened them because I. At one point, they were like asking. Uh, I guess if I was like interested, and mm-hmm. I was like, no. Why not? No. Is it not your kind? You're not brand of tabletop game. I don't know. Uh, so the name of the ship is the USS Pusshound. Excuse me. The the Pusshound. Come again. Okay. The Puss Hound, RJ. Okay, and did you title this thing? No, I didn't. But okay. when I saw these Chris things, I went, I, you know what? I said, I don't know if this is uh, true to Gene Roddenberry's vision. So uh, I'm a purist, as you know. <laughs> like, mm. my, yeah. Jarrett would have preferred it was the Poontang. Right. Because that's a little bit more like, you know, not mm-hmm. as creepy. Yeah. Has less connotations. Do you know less I mean? connotations. So anyway. Yeah. Uh, there's a confu a crossed wire about uh, someone's whereabouts with that, and they went sent it to me. And I'm like, well, I don't care where you're going to be. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be over here. You said I don't give a shit. This exact. I know where I'm going to be on Wednesday nights. Right here forever. Right here with you. Hey, if you if you ever do want to play that game, we can take a week off. Shit, we could take three weeks off if you want. Oh really? That's a, yeah, that's it's any time. Damn, how about mm, the start of May? I don't know. That's potentially a possibility. Maybe put oh. it up there to the community. Not that they get a say, but uh, the, the community, the, the fastest growing community oh, on the no, internet. No, no, some no, have no. said some some social media. Yeah. That's Discord. But, it's not like it, it's not like it, it's not it's not jump the gun. No, I'm just saying, if you ever wanted to take three weeks, three months off, three months. Problem, well, I mean, if you're ever getting over a colonoscopy or something, that's a pretty I, big yeah. recovery time. Is it? For me, it would be. Okay. You don't think it would be three months? No. The doctor's got to put his whole head in there to have a look. You think you can just oh. walk, get up and walk away from that? Well, I've seen uh, Brian Yesna's uh, society. It seemed fine. Well, yeah, but those guys are trained professionals. How often have you trained for this? I don't know. They, they, I mean, they worked with Screaming Mad George. I mean, I know exactly. what they were doing. All I can say is that the entire head needs to get into the colon. 
I see. Or else they can't get an act. What are you going to like trust their opinion from the outside? They got to get in there to see what's going on. They got to get in there. Can't just put an eye in there. No. You need both eyes for 3D depth, depth perception. Right. But what yeah. about light? Oh, they wear one of those headlights that like climbers oh, okay. wear. Okay, that's reasonable. Or like mechanics or something. So that is actually a little bit extra um, stuff. Yeah. It's, that it's, needs it's, to. Uh, it's a lot. Potentially. Awesome. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you know what I mean? How's your week been, RJ? Uh, well, this weather is absolute the, horseshit. These, these like frosty mornings and sweaty oh, afternoons. <laughs> it's completely fucking up my universe. I know people, it's like, well, don't live there. That's not an option. This is where I live. I have to live here, okay? But uh-huh. it's like, uh, I'm so tired of it. And the forecast, there's snow next week, too. Next week is yeah. supposed to snow for three or four days, like, consecutively. What? Let's see. No. Oh, and it's changed now. It's just two days, Sunday and Monday snow. Oh, that's bad, but still, no, no. Well, yeah, well, this morning when I checked, it was Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So at least two of those days have been taken out. They've been oh, retconned see, off the panel. <laughs> Recon, yeah, uh, psycho pirate, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he showed up. Uh, yeah, it's, yep. it's it's a high of eleven on Friday. It's gonna be so nice uh, this then... Friday, and then Sunday is gonna turn to shit again. Yeah, snow. <laughs> like Monday morning, I was so fucking mad. Like sat- what Sunday do? was. What did I do? I threw uh, my uh, controller uh, through the wall. Uh, uh, right. Yeah. How do you how do you handle your anger, RJ? I don't. I bottle it up, and uh, my wife uh, tells me it's a big problem because oh, she says every time you bottle, it just gets c- compressed and compressed, and it's getting more explosive and reactive every time. Oh, and, and do you hit the bottle? Uh, I don't know what you mean. Like I've never. I, why would you punch a bottle? That would just hurt your hand. Yeah, it would. Sweet. Yeah, I don't have any. I don't have any poor health outlets to uh, relieve <laughs> my stress and anger. Mm-hmm is what everybody says about me i'm pretty much known for how healthy i am mm-hmm. yeah no i was just i was so fucking annoyed like i knew it was gonna snow a little bit but when i woke up monday it was just ice outside and i was like uh. <laughs> it's whining i'm right there with you i'm right there with you because man scraping the windshield uh, come on i know and like here, here's another thing in which it, it's not really a problem it like it all takes about 10 minutes total. So it's not a big issue, but like my neighbors are really senior or seniors. So like I shovel their walk for them. And like, sometimes they're not invalids. So like, uh, some, like when it was hard of winter, sometimes that dude would be out there at like 4am and he would shovel, he would shovel our walk, which is nice. So invalids. Well, you know what I mean? Invalids. Yeah. Invalids. I I love it, but I know, but I just like, that's what the word is. Invalid. But the invalids, it just makes me think of Franklin, uh, Frank from Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. Her invalid brother. Invalid brother. Mm. Remember, remember John Larkat? Remember I him? Do. Remember I last do. week? Well, no, I don't remember ten minutes ago. No, that's, that's the con- that's the concussions catching up with you. Don't I don't play, don't, play con- don't play contact sports, folks. Otherwise, you wind up like this guy. Huh? Uh, I only had one concussion, actually. Man, you mm. can. You know what sport has more concussions than any other sport? It's not a contact sport. Badminton. Curling. <laughs> Like in minor, like my, like not professionals, but curling has like 
Curling's, I think, considered a red activity where it's highly dangerous because people keep slipping and falling, hitting their heads, and nobody mm-hmm. wants to nobody wants to wear a helmet because they say that's a dorky. So yeah, they, they want to have their beer skis, you know. Yeah, well, I I do know that, but the, I've only had one concussion, thankfully, that I know of. But it was a bad one. It was one of those ones where like I I left my body for a while. Like I didn't like someone drove me home yeah. and then I, the, the only time I regained consciousness was when I was already in the hospital and I was just like, where am I? Like, I like, they could mm-hmm. like move me around. Like I, like I wasn't unconscious. I just, I wasn't there. If that makes sense. Well, you were there, but yeah. you know, brain damage, brain damage. Yeah. And then I threw up all over the emergency bathroom. <laughs> so that's how, you know, it's a bad concussion when you're, when you, you lose sense of time or you lose time and you throw up that's a bad one so <laughs> that's the only clocked one i have though i think no. but people can people can get concussions like stopping your car too fast and like you you slam in your seatbelt and you don't have to hit anything it's just like if your head's moving really fast and then you kind of get stopped your brain can hit the inside of your skull you can get a concussion like that it's in the will smith movie the Will Smith movie. You know the one called Concussion? Right. Anyways, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. So I like I like shovel my elderly neighbor, neighbors walk also. But then it was so icy. Like, and I was like, I got to I gotta th- put some salt down because I'm a responsible homeowner, Jared. So I have to salt the, the ice, you know. Can't, can't afford a lawsuit here. Can't afford someone to slip on that stuff and come back on us. Oh, well, so. heck, heck no. Heck no. Hey, have you smelt the water lately in Creepsville? Uh, have, I mean, have you heard about this uh, this recent uh, controversy? No. Uh, apparently, so in spring, there's always a little bit more chemical yes. in the treatment. Yeah, the, the, yeah, they dump more chlorine, wherever it is, into yeah. the... Whatever, more, more chemical to kill the bad stuff after the, uh, the thaw from the, yeah. from, the, from the mountains. Yes. Yeah, so there's always a little bit of that. Um, but it's worse now. And like, it is now that I'm mentioning it, if you go get some water out of the tap, I guarantee you notice it. You're just going to be like, Whoa. Hmm. I was like a swimming pool. I remember a few years ago, it was pretty wretched, like having a shower. Uh, yeah. Um, But I haven't noticed it yet this time around. I think you will now that I mention, cause like Hmm. my wife noticed cause she's like a bloodhound. She smells everything. She'll smell (laughs) something that I had like three days before. And I'll just be like, And and yes, she lives with you. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of comments about my hygiene, but uh, yeah. that's a me problem, you know. Um, what was I going to say? So she melted a couple days ago, and I was like, oh, I didn't notice. And then City of, Le- uh, Cre- City of Creepsville put out a, a thing. It was like, yes, we know the water smells bad. Don't worry. It's totally drinkable. <laughs> so I wonder if that's going to hold, <laughs> that it is totally drinkable. That wasn't exactly the word they said, but they did. they did use the word drinkable. Which I I have doubts about. So so I'm just gonna stick to things that aren't water, and that's the safest I, I imagine. Take a look here. Yeah, I mean, just don't drink water. Drink yeah. Drink other products. You can't say that name brand on air no. though, because we don't have an endorsement. Well, they're not paying me, so I, I'm not saying anything. But better than water. This better than water. Better yeah. than water. Yeah. Do you ever drink orange juice? I will if it's like I don't know presented to like me at, bre- at breakfast, it, like at a brunch. Yeah, at a, but I don't go out of my way for it. So like I I make a point like once every like three months I'll buy a jug of orange juice and I'll just crush the shit out of it. 
Like I go hard on that orange juice, and then I don't need it again for like two more months. Right. You think that's weird? Nah. Yeah, I I got you. I feel you. What's something that you have in spurts that you just crush once in a while, but not consistently? Hmm. I have to think about that. Milk? Never. When's the last time you had a glass of milk? Oh. 25 years ago. Holy shit. Are you serious? I'm serious. Like you're it's miss, you're missing out. No, man. I'm not. No. You don't fuck with big milk? No, I mean it's milk and cereal's fine, but even then I'm like You you I'm, don't drink the bowl? It's like, you know, the almond milk or something like that, right? It's uh yeah, like straight up uh dairy milk. No. Cook with it and stuff. Like it's fine with baking, whatever, it's fine. But in creams and stuff, but for like drinking a glass of milk. No. What about uh have you no. ever had a paralyzer? Uh I, I know you probably, don't dabble with the probably, probably, beverages too well, much. Well not like that kind either. It's like paralyzers, like no. Or I, I probably would have had one when I was like eighteen and the, uh Yeah. Or I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not sitting back drinking you know, my white Russians, man. Well, white Russian is just a splash. I do like white Russians, but paralyzers have a good, healthy portion of milk. You could, the non-alcoholic version would be a brown cow where you just get like Coke or root beer and you just put a huge splash of milk in there. You ever had a brown cow? No. Why would you do that? You never heard of the brown cow? I'd rather just have like a, how about like a root beer float, RJ? How about that? What if you don't have ice cream? But you want the creaminess added to your root beer brown cow? Oh, gross brown cow no well all i'm asking is for you to consider it but the important question is is there anything that you binge only once every couple months and then and then and then i get my fix yeah it can be takeout as well if it's like Uh, no not really at all i don't know i can't think of anything hmm Okay. I feel like you, you. You sound like you just got like a whole lot though, other than orange juice. I think I do. Yeah, no. yeah. I go through spurts. There's some stuff that I like. I just pound because I'm really into it. Like right now, it's orange juice. <laughs> I'm drinking a lot of orange juice. Yeah, a lot of OJ. A lot of OJ. Um, I don't know. I can't. I. I. There is definitely a bunch I have. I can't actually even think of them right now. Whenever the next one comes up, I'll tell you. I'm really or. You know pepperoni, which I usually have, but sometimes I I kind of hit the pepperoni really hard. Well, it's, it's, it feels like you've been hitting that pepperoni every Wednesday for several months. <laughs> I, I I'd rather not say. <laughs> yeah. I, I that we yeah. can leave a few things to okay. left to the imagination. Hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think of something I would eat that I like love when I eat it, and then I have a hard stop, and I don't want to touch it again. Like, I have no impulse, but then suddenly it'll creep back up. Oh, I love fish. Yeah. What about like fish and chips? You could eat that all the time. Nah, I don't know about the deep fry. Yeah, see, it's that's okay. another one. I, I really like fish and chips, but that's like a once a month at at most. Once a, once a month. I can't remember the last time I had any. Uh, but it's one of those things that if you're at the right type of restaurant, I think I'd be like, ooh, they have fish and chips. I bet you these are good ones. Well, the place right beside us is great. Have you ever had it? No. Like in between your house and my house, but that way. You know the one I'm talking about, right? No. You know that little strip mall over oh, there? Oh, are they still open? Yeah. Yeah, they changed owners or something, but it's like, it's that place is really good. Not okay. once a month, like once every two months. 
I think we get it. But it is like, so it's so greasy that brown bag is just translucent. Yeah, and that that's the, it is so heavy do, with do the they grease. Still, are they doing uh, the deep fried mushrooms still? Uh, oh, yeah. You don't like mushrooms. I, I was gonna say I've never had. I've only ever had the fish and chips, which is good. So maybe right. they got that yeah. Dutch mayo too, which is really thick. No, that was one of those things that um, I think actually I didn't mind the fish and chips at. At Original Joe's. Original you know, Joe's has OJ's has pretty good food. Like it's um mm-hmm. not to be confused gonna, with orange juice. Not yeah, not orange or Simpson. Or or the juice, some have said. No. Um that place actually does have pretty good food. Like it's it's exactly what you think it's gonna be. It doesn't disappoint you all the time like a lot of other restaurants do. Mm-hmm. Um but it's not gonna blow your ass right out of your jeans either. You know what I mean? That's good. It's what you think it's going to be. You're I, like, yeah, I, this I, is what I wanted. I like to go to restaurants and I have my ass be blown out of my jeans. When's the last time that's happened to you? Well, I mean, you were talking about it recently, mm-hmm. I believe. Your your own experience. I never used those words. Yeah. I never used any specifics. I can't I can't be held accountable for any of that. Yeah. Well, all it means is it's worse than we imagine. Yeah. 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 But I mean, that's okay. So fish and chefs is another one that I'll, I'll eat like once every two months. I'd say it is good, but oh, you it, know, it you know what, you. you know what I might put in that is mushy like, peas. Oh, for things like I would eat and then be yeah. like, oh yeah, then then, then I'm good. Uh, donuts. I oh, think. you're crazy, man! I love donuts. Ah, <sighs> but I don't have that impulse. Like it's not like oh man, gotta have some donuts. But when you want them, you're like yes. Then it's like I don't even know. I can't remember. It's been a long time. Do you think it's oh, because actually, there isn't you know, reliable I, good donuts in town? Pretty much. So I remember um so Kim got some of those uh the spud nuts. The fake spud nuts? The the, the yeah, or the real spud nuts from yeah. uh a, a downtown grocery store claiming they have the original recipe. Okay. Uh, They're probably lying, but okay. Yep. That's sure. This is like a, you know, not unique specifically to Lethbridge, but it's yeah. like, oh, everyone knows about those. And, like, they were, you know, not even, like, 24 hours old by the time I got to them. And, man, they just, like, dried up. And we're like, this ah. is so, like they're just terrible. It's, like, oh, it's so disappointing because they look so good. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. And then you're like, and then it's like, oh. <laughs> so dry. They're like, and they're like, and this is the thing. Uh, Kim has pointed this out, and she's right, is... The, the the entire like delivery mechanism of donuts is flawed because they put them in like these you know the bakery box like a paper mm-hmm. bag or and it's like that's not airtight it's it's oh it's, I see and so you got you put you, you in but even so put into like Tupperware immediately to, mm-hmm. to retain that uh or like I guess it's more I guess it's, we have a backwards way of talking about it like, like people do in general. Uh, food doesn't dry out. I guess it's the bread takes on too much moisture from the air, mm. and it goes stale. Like it feels like it goes stale. That's because it's like too way. waterlogged. Exactly the the the, the bay log effect. Mm-hmm. So that's what uh, supposedly what actually is happening. But if you keep protect it, you can at least like retain some of that freshness. But nah, th- these were like <laughs> bum bum spud nuts right off the, right, right off the shelf, motherfucker. I understand. I understand. I mean. There's a there's another place. There's a coffee shop kind of on the north side. You know where Honkers used to, or not Honkers? Do you remember where Beaches used to be? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's oh, in yeah. that strip mall. There's a coffee shop there. There's a coffee shop there now. Yeah, there's a not in where Beaches was, but in that strip mall. There's a coffee shop there, and uh, they have good coffee, but they also um they have Spud Nuts on Fridays, and those I have found are really good. Okay. They're not like they're not like the Spud Nut Spud Nut, but so they're pretty you're good. Making, you're making your way over to that side of town, huh? I've heard those donuts. I have a couple times. Well, actually, the pe- the coffee shop is um owned by friends, so you know, oh. trying to trying to support the friends. Oh, uh, well, I'm not even going to ask what you said because it kind of cut out there, and I don't. Oh, know. I see. Yeah, you don't need to know. You don't okay. need to know. Um, okay. but uh, yeah, I, I've I've gotten them a couple times, and they're good. And like, I love donuts, so I just eat them all. Yeah. So they never get stale. Yeah. But yeah, that's definitely a phase thing. There's times sure. where you want them real bad, but yeah, they're, they're, you hit your limit. And then you're See, good I'm, for a while. Yeah, I'm the opposite for that. I love donuts. I'll eat the shit out of some donuts. Yeah, love them. It's just we don't have a ton of great bakeries in town. We do not. In the, contrary to the claims that we do, um, there's have one been... that's decent, but yeah. Have is I been there? where? Is there? Don't you know the one by the strip club? Oh, okay. They're that okay. one's got. That one does have good stuff. They have like, like well. If you're if you if you, you eat them immediately, yeah, yeah, immediately. you can't sit on that or you can't oh. sleep on them. So but there's apparently like a I don't know if it's like a chain bakery. It's opened up. It's over on the south end. Um, Cobs? Cup? No, no, no. Like oh. cupcakes or something. It's called. I don't know. Balls I know is uh, I've been I've been able to sample. They've got haystacks, which is like oh, yeah. the, the craziest thing. I've ever heard of in like a for like a Creepsville bakery to have haystacks because my god, I love them. I love them so. <laughs> They're well, so good. Haystacks is a real like at home kind of baked thing. I know, but like you never. But they had them, and they're That's like good. and they're big and thick, yeah. and it tastes exactly right. Because you shouldn't be you. You'd imagine it's pretty hard to fuck one of them up. Cause it's like a no bake bakery item. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. On the south yeah. side, you say allegedly. I haven't been there myself. Hey, did you hear we're getting... This is somewhat related. <laughs> yeah. On the south side, we're getting a Newfoundland-style pub <laughs> that is going to offer authentic Newfoundland food. Ooh. It's called, like, Blowers and Fonders or something, or Bloomers and, and Fudglers or something. I know that sounds made up, but it's something like that. Fudglers. Bloomers and Fudglers or something. Okay. Yeah, it's something called... Uh okay, I think this is it. Edible Elegance Cake Shop. Oh yeah, I've I've eaten at that place before. Okay. Yeah, they've a uh, couple times I was in there. Like the the things I got, like the cupcakes, they were good. But while I was in there, other people were trying to get their orders, and their orders were incredibly messed up, and I kind of felt bad. Like, what do you mean like, their, their orders? Like, like the okay. person's like, oh, I ordered like two dozen of these, and they're like, oh, well, we have ten. It, like, do you know what I mean? Like, they, someone ordered a head and they didn't have it. Oh, a head. But the, <laughs> yeah. But the cupcakes I had from that place were pretty good. Oh. I had a peanut butter or a chocolate cupcake with a peanut butter cream. I'm a big fan of peanut butter cream. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I hear what you mean. So are you going to be going to Bloomers and Blowers and Fudge anytime soon? <laughs> Loomers and Fudge Lethbridge. Let's or Creepsville. Let's see what this is called. <laughs> Creepsville. Creepsville. Uh, okay, that's nothing. New Creepsville water <laughs> tastes dank. Oh, did you find it? 
No, I haven't seen anything about this. What? Apparently there was a... Maybe... I don't know where it was. Apparently City Lethbridge did put something out. Like, um... You know what I mean? Like, they, they put something out at some time. Uh, at some time. I'm just on the... <laughs> just on the Creepsville News as a webpage. Mm-hmm. And there's a poll... Do you have faith in Justin Trudeau's ability to govern? Come on. I wonder what the result's going to be. Oh, look at that. 74%. No! <laughs> A man who's been like three times elected. Uh, Creepsville. Oh my. Blowers and Grafton. Blowers and Grafton. I found it. That's crazy. Okay, so it says Halifax Street Food Bar. Is what it's what this place is. Blowers, blowers, and I wasn't I wasn't that far off. Blowers and Grafton. Yeah. Look at that! Look at that! Wow. What do you? Uh, how, B, you well, I think it looks like they go by a B and G. B and G. What do you think Halifax locally sourced Halifax food is going to look like in Creepsville? I think, do, you think do you think they'll have, like, sea shanties on demand? Oh, fuck. Can you imagine? Oh, look, right on their menu, fish and chips. Okay. Oh, wow. Landlocked. Brothers fried pepperoni. Wow, Better. fried pepperoni is a tradition in Halifax. Who knew? Well, I mean, you've been missing out this whole time. Donair's muscle bucket. How fresh do you think those muscles are by the time they get to Creepsville? What well, 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 I'm thinking is maybe you need to put that transfer in finally at Pizza Hut. Maybe uh, go out east. I heard they've got a program to relocate uh, employees. Yeah, and, you just uh, got to sign the contract that you'll stay for a year at least. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like once they relocate you. Mm-hmm. Uh, this place has another thing, clams and chips. Oh. Would you be ordering the clams and chips? No, probably not. Yeah. Though, right. like, I, I have very fond memories of uh, having an oyster burger uh, in Victoria. Like real BC. oysters? Yeah, it was really like good. Like a po' boy type thing? It was like a burger patty. It was like an oyster on it. Oh, I don't know. It was really good. It was, like an, it was, like, it was literally like it was like an oyster bar, but like oh. an oyster, oyster pub. <laughs> I'm sure it's probably out of business now, but I remember the time being like, man, this is delicious. And maybe if I ever go back, it'll be horrible. For all I, I mean, know. that is usually how the world works. It, it is true. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes dead is better, right? Hey, are you going to watch uh, the X-Men movies in Unbreakable this weekend? <laughs> I wasn't planning on it. Why, why do you oh, ask? Okay. I was just curious. Just curious. I know you're a big uh, X2 guy, Unbreakable uh spider-man 2 i know is one of your other favorites right truly truly and honestly oh dear oh dear oh dear dear maybe it was this place i'm looking at it's called ferris ferris oyster bar well it wasn't called blowers and ferris it was not oh okay doesn't sound doesn't have quite the catch to it but It, it it doesn't arson knobs that's the name of my restaurant chain Arse and knobs? Yeah. What's their signature dish? I don't know. Um, Arse? <laughs> ass. Yeah. There hey, RJ, we're up to three whole emails in the in, in the, the fail the, bag. The fail bag? Yeah. Well, those don't get read till next week. 
One week, folks. One week. One week. Might have to put a little thing out there to remind people that That's next right. week, mail day. Hello. Um, who knows? It might be a while before we read them again, RJ. Who, you and me? Yeah. Could be months for all we know. Yeah. But, I mean, there's only three emails, so if we were doing emails weekly, it would have only been one a week almost probably. Exactly. So maybe it was the right call. Might have been. Yeah. Well, but even without uh, uh, wonderful email content to stimulate our conversations, yeah. um, what you been creeping on this week? Who? Me? You. I kept thinking, oh, are we supposed to be watching Picard yet? Uh, I mean, whenever you want to, but let's not let's not watch it until we know we're going to consistently talk about it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, fair. Uh, no, I, I haven't. I haven't started. I was kind of like, oh, well, I've yeah, I mean, watching it, and supposedly, so yeah. this is this is according to like nerds, season yeah. three is a lot better than the first Jared... two seasons allegedly are you saying that this is this is the season that breaks the fatigue this is this I, is the one that's well, going to bring it at all or or it's, it, or it's what the show should have been in the first place which i have heard before about a lot of things and then you watch it this is like after you've already watched a show for the first season and given up and then when they tell you the third season is the one that's like really good and then you watch it and you go no this is just bad too are you maybe this is the one that'll they'll actually kind of you know hey. Bring Maybe. the series around, like Andor or Kenobi, you know, really revitalize the franchise, mm-hmm. you know, kill yeah. the uh, oversaturation. Hey, you know what I mean? Th- does it feel like the Mandalorian's on TV right now to you? No, nobody's talking about it. No, I think maybe, I feel that, like maybe it, that's the end. Well, I found that my experience of these types of shows were from Twitter, and I think uh, the damage is done on that front and uh, uh, on the platform. <laughs> Yeah, the way it works or doesn't work. And you know what's... <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, it doesn't function as well as it used to. And You know uh, what I've... Yeah. No, no. I was going to say, you know what I did? The, like, this week, I have said, not interested in this. And then, you know, like, you know when you click on something and say, I'm not interested in this? Mm-hmm. And it's like, which part of this? And I said, show few less Elon Musk tweets. I don't even follow him. Four times, four days in a row, his tweets popped up. And four days in a row, I said, show less. I am not interested in this. And they keep popping up. I saw something about how they're, uh, he's cheating the algorithm to, uh, you know well, what I mean? Which no, I, I, Money I well anyone, spent. Yeah. $40, mil, or $40 billion just so that he can force people to read his tweets. Interesting. But yeah, no, I uh, I haven't heard anyone talk about Mandalorian. Even like, you know, I'm I'm a Reddit incel, so I'm on there all the yep. time. Yep. Uh, nobody talks about it on there either. Mm. Which yeah. which Reddit usually has like buzz about some stuff. The the bloom is off the rose. What does that mean? I don't know. Sounds oh, okay. clever, doesn't it? But yeah. hey, because even right now, because I think that sh- I think it comes out on Wednesdays, right? Um, no fucking clue. You know what? You know what I'm seeing trending right now. Hmm. Seinfeld. <laughs> it's like, oh, great! That new show. Great. What's trending in my for you? Oh. Sam Hyde. No idea who that is. Section thirty-one. Yeah. What the fuck? Why Star Trek Section thirty-one? Oh, what it is is it's uh Michelle Yu. 
because in Discovery she was doing that, and there was there was talks that she was going to get a spinoff that was a Section Thirty One thing. Now that she's won an Oscar, she's not going back, you guys. And that show sucks ass. Like we don't want that. I see Hezbollah is also trending in Canada, so real diverse interests here. But uh. That's why Section Thirty One is trending is for uh, that Michelle people because everyone's just like, oh uh, yeah, we know she's great in everything, everywhere, all at once. But have you seen Discovery? Because she really, she she really gets room to breathe in that show. And you're like, no, she doesn't. She's got to play that weird sadist, and it's not interesting. You know. And so, anyways. I'm smirking because I'll bring it up later, maybe. But uh, one of okay. our one of our dear our dear listeners uh, really nailed this week's movie. Really, nailed oh yeah, it. yeah, oh yeah, made me, yeah. Made me chuckle. We'll bring that up later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, whenever you want to watch Picard, you tell me because I'll probably <sighs> uh, I'll wait until you're ready. Whenever we're both on page, because you and me can rip through things pretty well if we're motivated enough. Um, but you tell me. What I've been watching, yeah. Andrea saw a clip on the internet um, of Chloe Grace Moritz, or whatever that girl's <laughs> name is, and she's like, "Hey, what, what's that? Kick- it was that gal from Kickass. She was Hit Girl. Oh, or I, Chloe I, Grace I, Moritz or something. I don't, I, I don't, rem- I don't remember her at all. But you've seen Kickass, right? I have seen Kickass. Okay, the, the first, and not the second one." never saw the second one no okay so here here here's um what my weekend was uh andrea watched a clip and she's like that movie is funny we should watch it and i was like okay i was like yeah we can watch kick-ass because i remember really liking kick-ass when i watched it but that was in the year uh 2010 so 13 years ago and then i had realized i've never seen kick-ass too and uh like andrew's like really i was like i was like yeah i've never seen that movie i was like so we can watch them and we watched both of them and andrew's like oh that clip uh, I was talking about wasn't this movie. And I went, oh, <laughs> okay. But it was, I, I, I understand why she was confused because it was that girl and then uh, Mc, uh, McLovin, like uh, that oh, dude, okay. yep. together in a scene. And she was like, I think it was this movie, which they they are together at some point. But So I watched Kick-Ass 1 and 2, Jared. Okay. Um, it's been a long time. I remember really liking Kick-Ass 1, and uh, yeah. I watched it, and um, it's still pretty smooth. Yeah. Like, it's uh, Matthew Vaughn. Yeah, I was going to say, that's Matthew Vaughn. The first yeah. one, not the yes. second one. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's it's still pretty smooth. Like, there is, um, there's some really good stuff in it. Like, uh, but it's, and what I mean by smooth is, like, it's sleek. Like, there's some stuff where we were watching it, and I was like, this doesn't look 13 years old. Like, it still, um, still looks good. Mm-hmm. And it's not, like, as choppy as I kind of pictured it being. Um some of the stuff is a little bit goofy in there. Like I think because of the last 13 years, how big Marvel has got some of the stuff doesn't really work anymore where it's like uh, some of the jokes they have or like the things they talk about, like other comic book things. It's like, everybody knows what that is now because Marvel blew up the universe. So it's like, it's not as niche of a joke. Do you know what I mean? Like, like it's played off like a, like a silly thing, but it's like, it's like, no, there's like, eight dudes that have a t-shirt with that thing on it now so it's not uh not quite hitting the same right um but like nick cage is incredible in this movie which i think people have always said like he's so good Mm -hmm. i like him i like when he's screaming he's like child (laughs) i almost cry when i watch that when he's all tied up and he 
he's like i can't remember what he says like uh it's good he, he's screaming child at her and stuff and i'm like yeah <laughs> i was like i like this um, yeah i i remember so i remember when the comic came out and this was uh kind of during the the height of mark miller's popularity yeah and not liking the comic at all because of the the smarminess of mark yes. miller's writing and it was also like the the kind of the decline of John Romita Jr.'s art, mm-hmm. where it started just like being really um, very geometric. Droppy. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's, it's sketchy. It's funny you say that because that's what Andrew picked up from the movie. Mm. She she had said that about like the way people look, and I was like, he's like, why do they look like that? I was like, well, that's kind of like how John Romita <laughs> draws. draws. Yeah, so I pulled well, it up, and she was just like, oh yeah, that's what I was noticing. So it's it's funny you say that because he is very geometric and they kind yeah, of copy it a bit yeah, for this that's kind of, yeah yeah <laughs> but so anyway i remember like not wanting to watch the movie for a long time because i was like oh mm-hmm. i can't re- i can't reward mark miller and his like mm-hmm. wanted and ugh, that sort of shit i just yes. don't like how he writes and then like i came back to watching kick-ass at some point and i was like oh this is fine but it was okay I, so, I I I prefer uh, Super uh, James Gunn Super for my uh, urban vigilante in a real world. Setting. I I would agree with that. No, yeah, because that that yeah I don't I don't know how well that Super holds up at this point, but uh, I saw that a couple times and I thought it was uh, pre- had some pretty great bits to it. Which like four or five years ago, and I I liked it. Yeah, I probably like it more now after watching mm-hmm. this again, but. Um, no, I, I agree with you on that. Like, God, Super was 2010. <laughs> so same year. Yeah. Yeah. So that works. Um, but yeah, no, like I remember liking it quite a bit when it came out, but it, like I was like 20 years old. Right. So, uh, I do think it is still like, uh, it's pretty sleek. It's got, it's got good, like decent action and it's got some good jokes, but, uh, there's definitely some stuff that's, um, a little dated, you know? Just because of how the world has changed in 13 years. Time marches on, am I right, Jared? Yes, yes. So, so then I watched the second one. And do you know, like, the storyline of the second one or, like, anything like that? Because I had never seen it. This was brand new to me. Oh, man. I shouldn't, no? have, clicked on, I shouldn't have clicked on that super letterbox page. Is it pretty rough over there? No, there's a... One of the high reviews, of course, mentions um, Ellen Page, and and this becomes the thing in the comments, and oh, it's and it's sad. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, the internet, <laughs> damn hey, you, internet. I think David Bowie is right. There's that interview with David Bowie in the nine, like 1999, talking about he's like, he's like, the internet's probably not what people think it's gonna be. I don't know if it's gonna be a good thing. <laughs> Yeah. It's it's really it's really yeah. like um it's really like why like the way when you hear him you're just like man this guy was profound and ahead of his time because he's just like he's like I have I don't think people realize what's gonna happen when this when this thing gets bigger <laughs> he was right yeah so yeah I watched the second one Jared and uh, I had never with Jim Carrey he's uh you know what his screen time is I looked it up after seven minutes okay. Yeah, which is a. Uh, it's know. more than I would have guessed because yeah. when, when when people say how long do you think he's in it for, I always said two minutes. Two minutes. I've been wrong. Yeah, yeah, seven minutes. Like he's in it a bit, but he's not in it like uh, 
that much. So this one is definitely messier. Like, uh, it's a different director. Um, the story stuff is not really doing anything. Like, it just kind of keeps going from the first one, but not in any, like, uh, particularly interesting ways. Like, it's just it's just there. They're just like, yeah, so we just kept going. And you're like, okay. Um, but, like, this guy's supposed to be, like, a dork, but, like, in real life, I think Aaron Taylor Johnson, the guy who plays Kick-Ass, like, uh, started hitting the gym pretty hard. Like, he's fucking ripped in this thing. Like, nine-pack, uh, like, super buff, like... He looks like a 35-year-old man. Um, I just had to look up who directed Kick-Ass 2. Is it his only credit? Uh, no, but uh, Jeff Wadlow. Well, what other uh, what other great films has he done? Well, the other works of Jeff Wadlow, Truth or Dare from no. 2018, Fantasy Island from 2020, mm-hmm. Never Back Down from 2008. Oh, oh shit. Oh, never back down. Yeah. Uh, All I remember good things, eh? Look at these shirtless men in the world of MMA. What kind of men? Oh, I'm sorry. This is, uh, yeah. Oh, I thought that was a two almost. It looked yeah. like a two on the on the flames of the cover. Uh, the uh, Curse of Bridge Hollow. Oh, Cry Wolf. Forget? Cry Wolf. Who could forget? Yeah. I've never seen and, Cry Wolf, actually. And he also worked with uh, Kevin James. Uh uh, on true memoirs of an international assassin. Sounds awesome. No. Sounds awesome. I'm, pretty, I'm like that pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. So this is another in the pantheon of his his yeah. uh, great films. Well, this is top tier Wadlow. His top tier Wadlow. Um. So yeah, I don't know. It's 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 messy. It's not it's not super good. Uh, just in terms of filmmaking, and then um. Which I don't know anything about, but uh, other people who are smarter than me has told have told me that. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of clunky. The lines are goofy. Um, things aren't shot very good or anything like that. It's okay. It's just not great. You know, you forget about it immediately after you watch it. Do you know what I mean? I praise. Yeah, there's a there's a, a Russian lady in this though, and she's pretty cool. She picks people up picks people up and like throws them a lot and i thought that was kind of neat not bad john lake was almost in it oh for like six minutes a little less than jim carrey you know mm-hmm. so it's got that going for it which is pretty good yeah i don't know i i i can see why it um hasn't standed the test of time I imagine when are you gonna start the John Wick rewatch? I'm not because I've never been the hottest in that. Uh, I know everyone else is. I like not, the first one. Not not everybody else. Not every. Well, I know many people are. I liked the first one. I thought two and three were um, let's say trite. <laughs> Jared, trite. I can't remember which whichever one had Halle Berry. Because, like, I remember there's a scene with her with dogs, and I was just like, what's going on right now? Like, not her, but the scene with the dogs. I was like, what? I was like, what is this about? I don't get this. Um, Yeah, I don't know. And I remember when 3 came out, the day it came out, like, before there was even showings, they were like, 4 announced, and then people were all real, real mad. They're like, oh, so he makes it through this one, I guess, eh? And he's just like, yeah, sure, I guess. Like, I don't know. I'm surprised that uh, that franchise took off um, 
as big as it did, you know? I hit hit at the right time. Yeah. And and people like that Keanu. Yeah, I mean I like him too. I got nothing against him. Yeah. I, I just think I, I saw okay. I, I saw you know people posting things like Keanu Reeves is helping uh, you know, staff put lights away and we're losing our minds. And you're like, yeah, it's like that's what people should do, I guess. I mean, it's like cool. It's nice of them. It's thoughtful. Probably if we like... normalized being kind, then it wouldn't stand out so much when someone does like. Oh. You, you know what I mean? Spoken like a real asshole. <laughs> no, I mean like if he, if everyone was just good to each other, then it wouldn't it wouldn't be such a draw. It's like, oh my god, that... he picked up this like invalid who fell on the street. <laughs> what a hero! And it's just like, no, that's just like what everybody should do. Just be. There's, there's RJ person. just having stogie. <laughs> just thumb, thumbs in your uh, your suspenders. <laughs> let him let him suffer. Well, you know. Boss Baylog. Sometimes the only way to learn is uh, the hard way. Mm-hmm. Pick yourself up by your bootstraps, Duncan. Oh. Bootstrap Duncan. Bootstraps. Wasn't that your nickname in junior high? Uh was my nickname in junior high? Fudge? No. Huh. Did you have a nickname in junior high? I remember it. Did I? Oh, uh, at work, uh, we've, we've got oh. new nicknames. Like currently? Yeah. Yeah, who assigned these names? That's what I want to know. A coworker. Before. Coworkers, actually. Okay, and we, we... Uh, hit, hit me with these names. Well, I'm Muffin. Because... And... Uh, well, we were standing there getting uh, be- beverages, and there was the muffins yeah. right there. And uh, I don't know the the person on the counter asked if we wanted muffins, and then uh, coworker Glenn went, "Well, that's what we call him." Yeah, I'm down with yeah. that. So I'm that's a to- totally reasonable origin, secret origin for a nickname. Yep. I'm, that's and then good. and then and then we went from there, being like, "Wow, now we all have to have nicknames." And then so yeah. uh, coworker Marianne was like, "Well, I don't know. I think I should be Cookie." I went, "That's a good one. I think Cookie suits." And then of course it was yeah. like we tr- looked over to Glenn. It's like, "Well, what's his nickname going to be?" And I looked. I took one look at him. And I went, "Biscuit." Biscuit. Biscuit. That's a pretty good nickname. Biscuit. Uh, biscuit's pretty good. No. Biscuit's yeah, pretty good. yeah, it came together pretty uh, naturally. So all we're food not, based, eh? Well, baked bakery, <laughs> baked good based. Yeah, there was no like shit stain or like puke bag or anything like that. Not yet. Yeah, you should you should be like, okay, I know that you wanted to be croissant, but we're croissant. gonna call you we're gonna call you mass dump instead. <laughs> Baguette. <laughs> Baguette. Oh, croissant. Oh, throw a little French on there. Danish doesn't work. No, Danish ain't good. Because they're going to think you're being like uh, insensitive to Danish people. Like, Just, you know what I mean? It's someone, it's buns. Oh, you say, like, hey, buns. Yeah, then you're like, uh oh. What about a hot cross buns? But some, some days you forget the cross. Yeah, and you just go buns and you go, excuse, excuse me. Then you do have a lawsuit on your hands, and then you, then you, yeah, you might not have a job. Yeah, well, things come for everyone eventually, right? Uh, Eventually, yeah, eventually, yeah. Uh, Some people where I work call me Big Log because they they, they don't know your name. 
Yeah, I think so. Genuinely. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. I, I got called Bag Vog the other day. I think that was uh I think that was a genuine mistake. Someone was like, Aww. What's up, Bag Vog? And I was like, Oh nothing. Oh. Nothing. People do actually mix up my first name a lot. I've been called I think I've mentioned this before. Archie, I get sometimes. <laughs> that's what I call you. Archie, uh, Arge, which people, uh, that's not a mix-up. People just try to make RJ shorter. They try to make it happen. Urge. I get urge sometimes. A oh, urge. Oh, but not J. No, never J. Never mm. J. Hard R. Ooh. Hard R on, on, on my front. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I like it. Uh, so, anyways, uh, yeah, we watch, I watch those kick-ass movies, and then I'm still playing uh, the game. Still yeah. playing I'm not done yet. So. The game that shall not be named. Yeah, I mean, it's not even supposed to be a huge secret. It's just it's big games, though. Weren't you just playing Pokemon? <laughs> no, I, I beat that. Okay. Uh, I could tell you. I mean, it's not a huge secret. You just want me to wait until it's done. Just tell me. Uh, I am doing Metroid Prime Remastered. Oh. On the Switch. Um, what, what, anything, is anything special about it? I've never played. Uh, I have them all on GameCube. Like, uh... Like eight year, eight or nine years ago, I bought some dude's GameCube collection for premium price, or not premium, like uh, primo uh, for me in the sense a, of that a, it was, sweet, it was a, a sweet price. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it wasn't like I didn't rip him off. He set the price. I was like, yeah, I'll pay that, sure. <laughs> um, but uh, that like that's actually I think I have like as close as a complete GameCube collection as somebody would want. Like all the big games and like some of the other ones too so anyways i got a good deal on it and uh i have all the metroid primes in there except uh the one that's on wii i have that too or whatever but um i never played them uh so i'm playing it um it's good it's fun it's not i think the masterpiece the full uh foolproof <laughs> masterpiece that people are saying this, this, is. this is this is the rj story yeah uh, i'm gonna play the game uh 15 20 years after the fact and i don't think it's the masterpiece people think yes yes it is it is my story well even now because i there's all these reviews of the new one where it's like 10 out of 10 is exactly yeah. uh the masterpiece people want it to be <laughs> and it's just like it is good it is another it is masterpiece from blankety blank studios Nintendo's done it again yeah no it's it's good it's it's really fun it's it's massive too i've been playing for like two weeks or something like or like a week or two and like i don't know i think i'm only like half done so it's it's a really big game um it's you fun like you're, only... you're savoring it uh well i don't have as much time to play now so i don't play every day like when i was just slamming games that was me playing every day so it's like mm -hmm. every other day i get like an hour in or something like yeah. that um it's pretty good. The only gripe I have is uh, the backtracking is relentless. Welcome to so, Metroid. I I know I'm aware. Like uh, I mean I've played I like other Metroid games. Like I played I've beat like Super Metroid and Metroid Dread, which was that new one that came out. That game was fucking like ruthless. It was so hard. Um, and it had backtracking too. So like I know Metroid games, but uh, this one I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because it's like it's not 2D. You know, it's kind of like, I don't know. It's just yeah. some of the backtracking, it's like, it seems like too much where it's like, okay, you're here, go, go all the way across and then go all the way across, get one thing and then go all the way across. So it's, it's tiresome is what I would say. Yeah. 
tiresome. But other than that, I'm enjoying it. It's pretty fun. And I'm almost done X-Men, and I've hit the unfortunate part. Uh-oh. Which, uh, are you still watching? Yeah, uh, I didn't watch that much this week. I wa- yeah. I did get through the rest of season three. I'm on yeah. season f- I think I might have just started season four. I gotta look at it. Did you hit Nightcrawler yet? No. He's Not in yet. season four, and then again later in season Well, the seasons four. get, like, they get really long. Yeah. So I'll let, maybe, like, I'll let you catch me up on where you are, and then I can tell you about where I've Shit. been. Where's the list? Where's the episode list? Damn it. Amira, last week you were at uh, Weapon X, Lies, and Videotape, or that's where I was. No, no, no. That's you were there. I was. Um, I was just at, like, Sauron in New York, and then oh, the Dark yeah, Phoenix saga is kind of, like, bullshit, because Jean Grey doesn't die. It's just like, yeah, it's that's like kinda, two or three silly. episodes, and then nothing really happens. Well, and then they brought her back like off camera. Yeah. It's very weird. Like they had an I... idea for an episode, and then they didn't do it. But she's mm-hmm. supposed to die at the end of the Dark Phoenix saga. Like she's dead. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed, and, and that was like, the big thing. It was like Jean Grey died, and then then they kind of brought back clones and Madeline Pryor. And yeah. They, they, but then of course I always laugh because they don't do the Hellfire Club. Of course, they call it the Inner Circle. Yeah, how come is it? They, can't, is they don't want to say hell. Uh, I was going to say, is that too rough for kids? It's, it's, that's a little scary. Yeah, that is scary. Oh, yeah. Then there's like that thing with like the. That's the last episode of season three is The Colony. With oh, those aliens. Yeah. yeah, that episode yeah. was uh, a bit ass. Uh, there's the Juggernaut episode, which I know you're a big fan of. Where he the gets, the he, one he, where. Yeah, where he's underwater and he comes back. I really like the opening to that. I think it's so fun. Mm-hmm. Where he's just walking across the ocean because how else is he gonna get out? Oh I yeah, thought, I, I thought that was awesome. I remember right here. So we get the Omega Red episode where he's he the wants to get revenge. One? His return, uh, where oh, he gets okay. he wants revenge on Storm and Wolverine because yeah. Storm froze him. He says, and... "I will do a mission, but only if my partners are Storm and Wolverine." Yeah, and you go, yeah. "Okay, yeah, sounds good." Yeah. Uh, and then there's the two parter on Asteroid M. With oh yeah, Fabian Cortez. Uh, that's like whatever. And then there's the episode. Where it's like another Shadow King thing. Yeah, I don't like the Shadow King episodes. They're boring. Yeah, this one was not great. Uh, then we got the return of Morph again. Again. For like one episode, and his and hair color changed, again. and then he's gone again. Yeah. Yep. And then I think that's the last episode I've watched. Oh shit! I'm like two episodes away from Nightcrawler. Oh, you're huh? close. You're close. Man. Yeah, because the first Nightcrawler one's like eight or nine into season four or something like that. It's not, or not that far, and it's in the first half. There's an episode that I feel like is missing from, from season four. Do or is it? What it oh, is? Like, you know what? No, 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 no. What it is is because uh, it's one of those weird teasers of things to come, and it's about uh... Master Mold. Oh, yeah. Talking, he, about, that, talking, about, that... talking about high irony. Oh my god, that that does come eventually. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I I really like that. What you humans may call high irony, and you go, oh uh, yeah. Well, I do see that. that uh, master mold. We have uh, Proteus coming. That's cool. Uh yeah, for like an episode, I think. Yeah, Kevin. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's kind of goofy. Yeah. Oh my god, the seasons are so long. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, they really stretch. They seem long. They really stretch. No, they are like twenty-one episodes. Jesus. Yeah. 
Faith and Bagora. Well, Bagora. Yeah, so that's, that's yeah. I didn't watch that much uh, X Men, and I've I have I've been going back to X Files at all since starting season eight because it's yeah. just like, meh. so meh. I mean that's fine. I still think you you should watch the new new ones, but uh, um, where I am in X Men, I'm like halfway through season five, and uh, I've been enjoying it so far until what I would describe as the worst episode of the entire series, which okay. is uh, Jubilee's uh, fairy tale. She's trapped underground with a bunch of kids. Many things happen in this episode. Not only is it a Jubilee-centric episode where it's like medieval times, but she puts like the X-Men characters in there, which I was like, I don't care about this. Um, But also we get, number one, new animation, which doesn't look good. This is the same thing that happened with Spider-Man. In the last season, they get that weird new animation that comes out of nowhere. So it's not Saban anymore? No, uh, no, they're they're still there. It's just like they they like revamped the animation, gave the characters like not like new, new design, mm. like kind of like their hair is a little bit different. But like as soon as you see it, you'll tell you'll be like, oh, like it doesn't look the same anymore. Um, and they lost voice actors. Mm. Uh, so Gambit popped up, and it is the worst voice <laughs> acting I have ever seen. A guy who talked like this scary and he said i don't gambit and that's it and you're just like what like i i i I heard the voice i was like who is that and then i looked up and i was like gambit gambit my (laughs) gambit and and as you because you're playing with your cards at the time and you went what's this and then i fumbled them all i was like gambit is that you and then you know disgust you pulled off your fingerless gloves and threw them into the waste basket and said oh, gambit no. no more i know yeah exactly so when if you stick it out this long if you see jubilee's fairy tale the animation changes and they get new voice like i think even uh there was other another x-men that had a different voice actor too and i was like oh i was like this is not good at this right now but um like you said they do weird stuff with Jean gray Sometimes she's in episodes, sometimes she's not, and there's no mention. Like, sometimes they're like, oh, we miss Jean. And then it's just like, not that <laughs> she's, like, gone that week. It's just like, is she dead? Like, that's, like, the impression you get. It's very strange. Like, hmm. I feel like day- week to week they're like, I don't know, Jean's alive, I guess, whatever. Write her in here if you need her. Next week, don't use her. And it's like, okay. Bizarre. 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 But I'm almost done. So, uh, I don't know. Should I watch the new... Well, I mean, we'll do Picard eventually, but should I watch uh, the new X-Men, X-Men Evolution, the one that came right after this? I could watch Spectacular Spider-Man, which was mm. I've seen before, which is good. Or should I just stick with 90s stuff and uh, maybe detour from Marvel and drop into the real deal of animation, that DC world? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Watch Superman, Justice League. I don't know, man. World is your oyster. Pick, pick, pick a card. Pick a card, cherry. <laughs> That's how the new gamut says. It sounds cherry. Right. I think he even says cherry. Like he can't sh- say cherry, right? He's like, yeah. come on, cherry. And you're like, oh my God. <laughs> it's really bad. I don't even know how far. Like, I don't think I'm that far into season five, which is kind of the bummer of it, where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, how much more of this is there? Which is bad, but actually that X Men '97, like the the new one they made, I think that's coming out like pretty soon. I mean, they announced it 
a while ago, but yeah. I, it might take a while to do cartoons. You know, yeah. depends how they how they're doing it. I imagine it's not hand drawn, but it'll try to like mm-hmm. capture that style. Yeah. Which on this rewatch definitely looks like Art Adams comics. Uh, yeah. A lot of the time. Yeah. Which you could be right. Oh, I hit that Phalanx episode, and I actually liked it. I was like, this Looks is good. good. I was like, good. I like this Phalanx stuff. There was a cool, like, um, uh, society-esque guy in it, where it's, like, the Phalanx stuff, and then there was, like, heads everywhere, and I was just like, ooh. I was like, that's cool. That's right. Oh, uh, no. Jubilee's Fairy Tale was episode 9. Oh, it's only of 14. Okay. You're almost there. I'm almost there. Yeah, season, four, I... season 4 is the long one. Yeah. Uh, the episode I just hit was Old Soldiers, where it's World War II, Wolverine, and Captain America. Oh shit! Yeah, which was oh, pretty cool. Shit. Yep, that's a that's a an adaptation of I think it's like Uncanny X Men two sixty eight. That's the that's a sick one. Sick. Sick. Yeah, I liked it. Let me confirm my memory. Uncanny X Men two sixty eight. So oh, no, no Black Widow though you say, uh, not that I know of. Yeah, that's a, this is a Jim Lee issue. There was a lady sense. there, but I don't think okay. she was Black Widow. No. Um, what would you watch next? Because apparently I'm actually pretty close to being done. I just have a couple episodes left. Superman. Superman. Yeah. I think I have the means. I yeah. believe. Unsure. I'm here. We'll see. I, I've sent you a comic cover. You did? Yeah. In uh, this chat? In, in this chat. Let's see. I've seen this before. Yeah. He he did not wear that outfit in this one. So you're going to hate this episode. Uh, this, co- this cover's cool. Um, Wolverine doesn't have adamantium yet. So he's just uh, a mutant with super healing things. But at one point, they have to climb a mountain. And they put on these things to help them climb and they're the wolverine claws and wolverine goes i could kind of get used to these and then he keeps them on the rest of the episode well wow, this, 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 this would have been this would have been before they uh probably said we're gonna have bone 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 claws yeah, yeah bone claws uh and he yeah he doesn't have the wolverine outfit he's all in black and he makes comment of it where he's like his captain america's in his outfit and wolverine's like you should be in fatigues that way they can't see you and Captain America's like, I he sounds more like this because he's Wolverine. Wolverine, how does he sound? Like this. He's, okay. actually, he's a little whiny. He is. He, yeah, he, he's he's, just... he, they, they definitely have made him uh, lighten up a little bit, though, as the series yeah. has progressed. He's, he's more of a sense of humor. He does. He does. And he's not, he, he's not as um, moody as I think you said at one point. At the beginning, yeah. He's very, he's yeah. very, um, very. <laughs> Uh, thin-skinned and uh, irritable. Yes, which is going around. Mm-hmm. You know, going around these days. Going around. So there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, and that's it. Mattress Man. There you go. That's all I watched. It's all I did. Nope. What about the news? You got any news for us? I just saw something startling that I've never heard of before. Not startling, but I'm like, what? Did you know Amazon Prime has made a TV show of Dead Ringers? Uh, no. Starring Rachel Weiss. 
uh-huh. in dual roles, obviously. Oh, and it's man. even uh, it's even got the red surgery stuff. Like it's got the same aesthetic, kind of, but like who who did this? Who did this? Who asked for this? Um, no one. But do you think anyone asked for this? Uh, do you, you hear about this? You seen this? Mm-hmm. The, the 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 story going around that uh, according to Chris Carter. Uh oh. Oh, I I think I did hear about this. Yeah, that uh, Ryan Coogler is is uh maybe going to do an X Files reboot, but Chris Carter says that. So. Yeah, I, I uh, I. There's a one or two movies from Ryan Coogler that I liked. Like I think he did Creed, the first one, mm-hmm. like Fruitvale Station. I think. Yep. Uh, I like those movies. I don't know how if either of those are like uh, X Filesy, but okay, whatever. No, no, what a weird coincidence! As I click on Letterbox and see that uh, listener Devin Wise just logged Fruitvale Station. Oh, seriously? Like just like now. Oh, I didn't see that at all. I haven't yeah. heard anyone talk about Fruitville Station in like 10 years when Ryan Coogler did it. In 2013. Yeah. Although those are the only two movies of his I've seen is Creed and Fruitville. I have not seen the Black Panther films, but I know you're an expert in that area, correct? Of Black Panther? Yeah, you watched like 40 minutes of that movie, no? Yeah, I, I did. Yeah, was that it though? Was just a, a solid forty? Yeah, about or did that. you watch the whole thing? No, I did not oh, watch okay. the whole thing. Are you gonna watch I... Wakanda forever? No, but you're a huge Namor guy. <laughs> I know, but no, I uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm done with those uh, MCU things. But it's got the yeah. Submariner in it. Every, every single one of them. No one wants to hear me complain about movies they like, right? I mean, that's, yeah, people don't like when we do that. No, they get upset. So I'm not going to do it to myself. There's nothing to be gained. Mm-hmm. I understand. There's nothing but, I can say to com- like, convince anybody that these are but ug- I, ug- I, ugly, shitty movies. And, uh, yeah, it's just best to leave it that way. But I've heard that Wakanda Forever really kind of, like, revitalizes the franchise, like the series. The well, I, I, heard franchise. It's, I heard it might be The Empire Strikes Back of the... Uh, of the series that doesn't isn't finished yet. Yeah, that is definitely what uh what people have been saying. Many. It's a very good, yeah. What was that for again? I sent you. It's everything. Like, everything. It's the Empire Strikes Back of this series, and you go, it is. What does that mean? Yeah, Nobody know. knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. That's sad. So, it's always a sequel, and it's always it's like Empire. Oh, is it's it? Like, so. Is Avatar two on stream now? Is that accurate? Avatar two? I don't think so. Okay. Jimmy Cameron be... probably uh, no, said it. It needed. Seems... I saw something that like. Um, oh man, you uh... can down- you can download you can watch it on Apple TV right now. Oh, for a for a price to buy? Yeah, you can rent it. Yeah. Actually, you can buy it. You can buy a digital. Sorry, yeah, because that's the thing. You can buy digital copies. So it's there. Do you own those digital copies though. I mean, as much as you own any digital thing, it's at the yeah. uh, the leisure of the the owner. Uh, I mean, that's interesting. I'll wait until it's available for free. I'm not going to pay for it. But um, I know we were talking about food earlier. So in the news segment, 
Uh, I know you don't like bouncing around, but I did send you something on Facebook, uh, Facebook Messenger. My God. I think is pretty important. Because I, I was up. checking for news, and I just saw this. So this was the easiest way for me to share it for you. Oh. Are you going to be getting one, is what I'm... I'm uh, uh, what? <laughs> what? Do you, do you know what you're looking at here? I, I, had, to, I had to keep clicking. Oh. No. <laughs> it's like, Are you telling me you're not getting one? Look at the size of that bun. Creepsville, um, if you guys are on the Discord, you've probably seen me post this before. <laughs> yeah. Creepsville has a place that is uh, selling $2 hot dogs. Uh, this is a, a dine-in establishment. Um, I like hot dogs. I'll eat hot dogs all day. But uh, this place is using these pictures of these hot dogs as promotion, and it's um questionable. That's what I would say. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Mocktails. Oh, jeez. Ah, jeez. Ah, jeez. Man. Well, well that, that is ketchup and mustard. It's a little ketchup and mustard. A little, a little generous is what I would say. See if there's any more news. Oh, Hezbollah is trending again. That's good. Uh, Section 31 still trending. RIP Marty. Not sure who that is. Um, what else is trending here? Take back Alberta. There's been 1,700 tweets with that in there. Oh, so that's, no. That's good. That's Let's right. see what's trending in the world today. AEW Dynamite is number one yep, in wrestling. That's on, that's on right now. It, yeah. it, it, it better be when it's on the air. Yeah, uh, Survivor 44 is trending. Uh, Danielle Smith is trending in politics. No, 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 no. We don't, we don't talk about that thing. Yeah, I, I know, I know. Um, what else is trending? Trending ham. I just made that up. Ham isn't trending, although I wish it was. Yeah, man. Hey, remember like remember two weeks ago when uh, Donald Trump was going to be indicted, or when he. Well, everyone was gonna get arrested. Yeah, then then that, and yeah. then nothing, then nothing hey, happened. But but he fundraised millions of dollars. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember it's, it's classic like, Donny? Well, some have said this is the the Empire Strikes Back of the Dawn era. Oh no. You know what I mean? I, I don't even know what that means. Well, it's uh. <laughs> I, what does it mean? What does it mean? Nobody what does it knows. mean? Nobody knows. Cloud City? Bespin? 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 Slave One? Lobot? Remember Lobot? Uh, I think so, but I can't remember why. What is Lobot? <laughs> He's like the guy on Cloud City hanging with Lando. He's like an android man. Oh. Or yeah. cyborg. I don't what know. was that news thing last week Robit. where it was Robot? like... Robot? No, what was Robot. that thing last week where it was like John Favreau says like... Gut muff stink could come back one day. Everybody was like, "Whoa, gut muff stink!" I, I can't. I, I I I can't believe you don't know Lobot. Come on, uh, he's the guy. I mean, he's he, well, he's got headphones on. He's bald. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, you see, you found him. Uh, no, but I found the character I was looking for, Salicious B Crumb. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah, Salicious Crumb. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not a mega nerd all right oh my god we're 
Jay. Listen. Look at Lobot. Look at him. I sent him. You sent me Lobot where yeah. in, in the chat? Me- messengers. Messengers now. Damn. Messengers, you're, yeah. Now you're jumping all around. I don't see it. Where is it? <laughs> what? Mess- mess- messenger. I'm on Messenger. It's right it's right there. It's right under those that, those hot dogs. I'm on there. Look. There's nothing there yet. I can't see it. Well, yes, anyway. Okay, see? what about what about Bib Fortuana? I know Bib Bib Fortuana. See, look. This is Messenger. There's the hot dog. You seen this? There's nothing there. <laughs> There's the hot dog. What about oh. this? Oh, there it is. There should be two things. Oh shit, it didn't yeah, say. I, you know what? I got, I got a warning. Bib Fortuna. The fuck! I'm getting like a red symbol saying like not send. warning. Don't send, don't send Lobot ever again. Are you again. sending me spam? What's going on over there? No, I just sent you Lobot. Maybe I can look up Lobot as a as a GIF. Um, none of these things are what I want. Is there none of them? Oh, there he is. Oh, there you go. There's a GIF I'm of still Lobot. Waiting. I wonder if Lobot's banned. I see. Well, okay. You think he got canceled or what? I know Lobot. You know Lobot. What about Salacious Crumb? Yeah, I, I 100% know all about Salacious Crumb. I've read the Star Wars anthology collection of Tales from Jabba's Palace in its is that entirety. The, is that the one where Vader force pulls across space? It's not. That comes later. Damn. Uh, no, this is the one where uh, there's a whole thing about uh, Boba Fett being in the Sarlacc pit and oh, surviving yeah. because of armor protects him from being the basis dissolved of the by the book acid. of Boba Fett? Uh, I, there might be some inspiration or it's Wait. all just fan wank at the end of the day. Yeah. Have we already yeah. talked about how bad that title is? The book of Boba Fett? <laughs> why isn't it just Boba Fett? I don't know. What it, why isn't it Boba he's the crazy, Fett? He's the new crime lord on Tatooine. Yeah, I'm aware. Like, I know what they're trying to do. I just... Uh, do you know what it's silly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Star Wars words. Salacious crumb. No. Boo boo fat. Boo boo fat. Or more like poo poo fat. Am I right? <laughs> oh, do, hey, do you know about Ugnots? Uh, I've heard of Ugnots, sure. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. There are species from from Star Wars. Not just Star Wars. Not just Star Wars. I had no follow up to that. Oh, I just say not just Star Wars. Yeah. So I still keep sending you creatures from Star Wars that only you and I can see, just the way podcasts are meant to be. I'm gonna send you one. Podcasts are visual. There it is. Uh, I know that dude. What's that dude? They're Ugnaughts. Oh, those are the Ugnaughts. And then and then they redid the Ugnaughts. Uh, in the. The newer trilogy. Uh, I see. I see. I these got ain't, these, ain't, these ain't your daddy's Ugnaughts. I got one for you. I bet you can't guess who this is. You're never going to get this one. You're never going to get it. Who's that? That's a that's a sandcrawler on a Bamfa. <laughs> you know about Bamfas? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got, I got I, I know. Right I, know so, I know you don't want to smell like one. Yeah, I or, got an bam- or, or watch out for that Bamfa dung. Oh yeah, you're never gonna get this one. You're never gonna get it. Oh uh, yeah. You know him? 
I, I, I do. You know what, though? I don't know if I remember his name. <laughs> See, I know, you don't know I, his I know, name? I can't remember his name because I, I only watched You want movies. me to tell you? Yeah, go for it. Seboba. Seboba. There we go. See, I couldn't remember his name. Seboba. Yeah, I like Seboba. He's yeah, cool. I bet you, yeah. You, 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 is this pod racing? Uh, that wasn't, but now this? This? This is pod, pod, great, pod racing. Okay. Yeah. What about cell tracing? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh... Good stuff. Oh. Uh, what about Watto? What do you think about Watto? I don't mind Watto. That's Watto. I, I never minded him. Yeah. I thought he was fine. Yeah. Did he get what he deserved? Nah. Yeah. I guess. Hmm. I guess. I guess. Watto Mutata. Watto Mutata. Remember how they talk like that in Star Wars? Remember he shows up again, he's like down on his luck, and he's got a little like metal cub cap hat. Yeah. He had to sell his real hat, I think, for money. That's my guess. George Lucas. No, sometimes you see these like photos of George Lucas at food courts. It's like, no, he's good. That's what he likes. Yeah. He's like, you know what? Yeah, I'm worth uh, hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, and I basically just wear, you know, these oh, flannel shirts and uh, tucked into my jeans and, uh, you know, sit here, you know, read the paper. And, have a have a Sabaro. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, go for a walk. Well, I mean, really, what would you like? What, would you do anything different? I'd probably go to the mall, get some Manchu walk. Yeah, they, the world's his oyster. Exactly. No. You're just crusting in it. No, we're just crusting it. You know? Well, crusty damn. We, we, I, yeah. think we, I think that's enough uh, news. Faffle. Uh, I mean, I think you mean Farfel. He was another character. Farfel, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, don't forget about him. Farfel Bizzleknack? Yeah. Yeah. What is he, he, what is what does Farful Bizanek sound like? What's his what's his Muppet voice? Kind of sounds like this. Since I have a right wing podcast, and I like to talk about uh, men's rights on this podcast. <laughs> Do you understand? <laughs> we'll see who cancels who. Woke, woke, woke oh God damn it! <laughs> you have to talk with a doctor. Oh, this guy. He kind of talks like this. Right, it's a little bit. It's a little, he kind of talks like this. It's, it's, like it's a little Kermit. bit. It's a little bit more Kermit. Yeah, you need a little bit more Kermit. Uh, <laughs> I can't do it. No, it's hard. I'm to not sustain. an incel, so I can't do it. Oh, I see. No, it, yeah. well, if you were an, if you were an incel, you'd have too much respect. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. I I do use Reddit, but I'm I'm not an incel. You got in that voice, RJ. You sort of, you sort of ask me to debate you. Debate me. Look at this. Yeah. Snarled teeth. We'll see who cancels who. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Good. good stuff. Good. You know what's also good stuff? Yeah. Editing. Editing okay. is good stuff. And film, yeah. film craft and marks. So, um,. After the break, we're gonna yeah. watch some. We're, we're gonna talk about editing. 
Uh, <laughs> you know about editing? I don't. I don't. Coming up next. This is the Criterion Creeps podcast, and tonight we're talking about two Chris Marker films, RJ's oh. new favorite filmmaker, right? Uh, can't be new if it's all time, all like long time, you know what I mean? Well, you had an old, but now you got a new one, and it's Chris Marker. Well, I mean, he can't be my new favorite if he's always been my favorite. Oh, because you were familiar with these works. Mm. Not on like a personal level, but a spiritual level. Oh, okay. Wow. You are you saying? Do you vibe with these movies? Uh, I'd prefer not to say at this point in time. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, so let's slow my roll. Slow my roll a little bit. But we're talking about Le Jeté from 1962 and Sans Soleil from uh, 1983. The Lord of our, the year of our Lord. The year of our Lord. Come yeah, on. That's the one. That's the one. That's the ticket. Come on, dude. Doesn't even know what it is. <laughs> year of Jeez. our Lord. Do you know what AD stands for? At least. Uh, after dinosaurs, it's not wrong. <laughs> it's true. It's not. It's, it's not wrong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll go with that. That's fine. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna contest that. <laughs> so that's good. Uh, what does BC stand for? Or BCE. Some would say. Oh, some they're 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 idiots. The BCE guys. No. Yeah. That's um. Uh, before crust, like pizza, yeah. Kip, I'm okay with this. You I'm know about okay Chris? Mar- you know about Chris Marker? Uh, I know about um people who aren't Chris Marker. You know Chris Marker, despite his name, is French. What is is Marker have a connotation as something else? <laughs> no, this is his name, Chris Marker. Okay, he, and he was uh, he he was because he died like eleven years ago. Yeah, um, uh, French writer, photographer, documentary film director, multimedia artist, and film essayist. Um, so he's film like on the flip. He, he he's on the flip side though of that uh, new wave of the French shit. Um, yeah. he's he's on that left bank. You remember left bank? Of course you do. I know the right one. You know, remember Alan Re- Renez and Agnes Varda, Jacques Demi, 
who could forget? You know, I, so influential in our I, life. I, I, Alan Rene is uh, called Chris Marker, quote, the prototype of the 21st century man, end quote. I thought that was you. Film theorist Roy Arms <laughs> said of him. Oh, uh, what? Quote. Roy Arms? <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Our, our mates. Roy <laughs> Arms? That's not a real name. Uh, it is now. What about Johnny Legs? <laughs> that is a guy's Freddy, name. Freddie Torso. Freddy Tosso, uh, Timmy Neck. Timmy Neck? Oh, who could forget Billy the Head? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fr- Timmy Frank, the Frank Ankle. Frank Ankle? Yeah. yeah. All, all good, except don't work, Don't even talk about Angus the Anus. You know that guy? I avoid him. Uh, avoid the Noid. You know what I mean? Marker, and this is a quote from Roy... Uh, Marker is unclassifiable because he is unique. The French cinema has its dramatists and its poets, its technicians, and its autobiographers, but only has one true essayist, Chris Marker. RJ, have you ever been described as an essayist? Uh, I've been described as an ass. Ass. Yeah. Assist. Oh, yeah. You know about assists? I don't. No? No. Oh shit! All right. So well, anyway, that's me. Yeah. Um. You you never uh, did any film school stuff as a as a lad, right? You never like took any like <sighs> history of film or. Well, Jared, I went the like Quentin Tarantino ex- approach. Yeah. You, you don't need school. You just gotta make movies. Get get some faster than that. You talk like this. My <laughs> name's Quentin Tarantino. Wanna make a movie? <laughs> Take off your shoes. Take off your shoes. Let me see them dogs barking. Yeah. <laughs> we, wow, you mean to start about wiggling those piggies? Oh, yeah. There's a little bit of that too. Yeah, but mm. I, I did. I went to that camp where it's uh, you know, not uh, no no film school. It's not needed. Well. In film art, art film school, uh, Chris Marker's uh, kind of a big deal. He's a big cheese. He gets talked a lot of, uh, about um, because I don't know. For me, because I did that, I did that stuff because I'm a nerd, RJ. So I was interested in. Uh, I think the appeal for Chris with Chris Marker is that his stuff seemed uh, possible. It's within the realm of possibility to be able to like do these projects. Um, and so for me, whenever I think about Legete, it was like kind of one of those really cool project ideas because okay. all you need is some people, a camera, and uh, an idea. People, they, places, they, things. Yep. And you can do it with probably very little money. But you got to have, have a vision. you gotta have, you got to have enough sunglasses to put on people. And... and and uh, people that look appropriate for uh, your project, you got to have a lot of uh, weird old bald men who are going to like wear like turtlenecks in in a dark room and be lit up, and they, they will stand over you as you put bandages over your eyes and travel through time. Mm-hmm. That's what you need, I think, is what I learned what from uh, Legete, which okay. I bought. So we, this. When this Criterion came out, I had seen this movie before, and I'm trying to remember what DVD 
Legite was on. And I think it was this one. It was like this series is called Shorts. And I think it was Shorts 2. And it was the reason to buy it. I don't remember anything else on that DVD. Uh, so did you get it because it was called Shorts? Well, it was just called Shorts. And because it was all, it was it was all like short a, films. No, because I knew it was a what, pamphlet of shorts you could buy for sale. Oh, yeah, it's called Short Two Dreams. No, oh, RJ. okay. No, RJ. It was not because of this. Because it's the only way to watch uh, Legite for a long time, I, I believe. Man, maybe I'm totally misremembering this set. But no, it does. I'm right. Okay. Uh, the What's all on there? Oh, actually. See, I'm like, I'm like, ah, oh, it's very important. Very important to look at this. I like a strange balloon. Is that, does that float Are, your boat? Is that you saying that, or is that somebody that's, that's, else? That's, that's, that? that's, that's one of the short films that's on there. No, thanks. Okay. I'm going to pass. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So, anyway, yeah, this is like a. I bought this thing ages ago just so I could watch Legend Day at the time. Because one of those reasons also is the movie Twelve Monkeys, the Terry Gilliam movie, which sure. is a like total expansion remake of Le Jeté. like okay. completely. Yeah. Uh, when was the last? Did you uh, now? I'm assuming you watched Le Jeté for the very first time this week, and it's uh, one of but, my but, favorite films. I've watched it once a day for right. years. Well, as you know, uh, it's very much uh, the inspiration. <laughs> For twelve monkeys, when people sure. say inspiration, yeah, how loose do you think they're being on that one? It's I don't know. It's pretty. You think it's, it's there? Pretty, it's very there. Like, yeah, completely there. <laughs> like I don't okay. know. It doesn't get. I mean, you have a a man who's haunted by an image of a woman uh, mm-hmm. at an airport, and he saw a man die. And then the apocalypse happens. You're, he's living like underground with like Morlocks. And they're Morlocks, yeah. You remember okay. the Morlocks, yeah? I do, yep, yeah. And uh, yeah, they're, they're trying to survive in the future, mm-hmm. and there's time travel afoot. And then he falls in love with a woman in the past, and then Bruce Willis has a wig and a mustache, yeah, just just like in Le Chate. No, we didn't get to that, just we didn't like. get that far, we didn't get that far, yeah. And then, then there's some tragic irony. How tragic. Oh, it's the worst. The worst. Okay. But yeah, I mean, completely. It's all there. Yeah. No. So anyway, uh, but, so the difference amongst other, many things, uh, like Brad Pitt and, you know, talking about experimenting on animals and uh, animal monkey viruses and such. We also have a movie that uh, was Twelve Monkeys, which was live action. Well, with Le Jete, this movie, it's, uh, it stills and edited with sound, with uh, audio, with uh, a narrator. But yeah, it's, I mean, other than like one brief simulated second, one moment of eyes mm-hmm. blinking, uh, this movie is stills and it's about 30 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Try that. And it tells the story. Uh, this is like pretty much a, feels like a short story, uh, which are usually kind of like the the best um, ways of doing sci-fi and horror. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's those shorts, and it's lo- kept pretty low key. 
uh, but it still finds time to kind of ramble on a little bit. It has some of that filler to give some gravitas uh, to the to the story itself. Because you got to sell, hey, these two are in love. They're going to go to the, the, the Natural History Museum. Well, where else would you go? That's where you go. Yeah. Yep. How many times have you been? Never. Ever. No? Never. Never been to a Natural History Museum. Why not? I don't know. <laughs> Where am I supposed to go to one? Uh, I mean, I got one right here. Oh, shit. So, uh, let's see. So, the synopsis for Le Jete, RJ. That's a big, long preamble. Yeah. Time travel still images a past, present, and future, and the aftermath of World War Three. The tale of a man, a slave, sent back and forth, in and out of time, to find a solution to the world's fate. To replenish its decreasing stocks of food, medicine, and energies, and in doing so, resulting in a perpetual memory of a lone female, life, death, and past events that are recreated on an airport's viewing pier. Damn. Yeah. Yep. Story as old as time. Story as old as time. Uh, so yeah, this movie opens up with a man recounting uh, this dream vision of it's like the only things he remembers from being a child, uh, seeing this woman, and seeing this man get killed and then we jump ahead to world war three we get this really like i don't know i think pretty awesome uh editing edited like montage of just the horizon of paris being reduced to rubble and it's just done with these stills and i don't know it's really cool uh mm-hmm. so simple very effective and then kind of but again the movie just kind of starts sucking you into it and you're like oh everybody lives underground it's all people shaving their heads uh you know because hair is an inconvenience in the post-apocalypse it's a waste of water it gets greasy and it's easier to shave it because otherwise you get ridden with lice i assume in nits you know about nits rj i know about gnats yeah i know about noids i know you're supposed to avoid them what about nards I know about Nardwar. No. Do you know about Nardwar? Nardwar. Nardwalls? No, not him. The other one. The other one for sure. Yeah, I mean, how many times have you had lice this year? This year? <laughs> many? Yeah. Uh, who says I don't? Oh, like you mean currently? Yeah, I just you just learn to live with them, you know? There's no point fighting. I think some people do. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. So our protagonist, uh, the the narrator, he has no name. Uh, he's uh, special. So the, the the people have figured out some sort of weird technology in their post-apocalypse to hypnotize people uh, through sensory pads. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. But they're desperate. They're using up their last vestiges of technology and resources to like desperately send people back in time to. I don't even know if it's like you get the sense they're trying to prevent it, but I guess like maybe set up caches uh, mm-hmm. in the past so they can be like, ah, there's the, there's some more food. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, this system this doesn't work out very well. People get fucked up. They go brain dead and uh, become like zombies. Um, in the present, uh, but this guy's special because he's actually able to travel back and forth. He's get he's got he's getting some uh, ground in the past, and so they're like they're just going to use him and use him and, and abuse him till he's run his course, and then they're going to dump him. Uh, 
this is about their survival. It's a very cold, you know, desperate world that he's coming from. And so he meets this woman uh, that's like, oh, she's so familiar. And they, they begin to fall in love. Yep. You think <laughs> and it's then, about bonding? It's about bonding. And I don't know. There's that bit, the love story part. It's it's just there. But we get the kind of neat little thing. Because part of this too reminds me of uh, Alfred Bester's Jaunting. Um, we have uh, our guy. He goes forward in time. and or, or I guess he's like going forward in time. But he meets humanity from the future. Uh-huh. And they're just like hippies. But they're like Star Trek hippies. And they're above that kind of thing now. We don't need to worry about anything. Here, sir, take this battery that's like the size of my palm and it will save the civilization so that we can reach the point where we are. And it's very abstract. But wait, you shouldn't go. It's It'll be very bad if you leave. You can live with us for all eternity. But hubris strikes for our narrator. He's like, no, I must see her. I, I cannot be with. I can't be without her. And I'm going to try to stay. And the people from the my present are going to mm-hmm. like not like that very much, but they're just going to fucking like put a bullet in me because they've uh, had their use of me and I'm dangerous mm-hmm. uh, as like you know a mutant essentially who can do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he goes to the back to find her at the airport. He sees her, and before they can um, reunite, uh, an assassin from the future shows up and kills him. Mm-hmm. And then you find out the man he saw on that airport day was himself. Holy cow. Fiend. Fiend? Fiend. Holy cow. Um, that's Legend Day. I don't know. I've always liked it. I think um, it's a great demonstration of what you can do with film. Uh, you can do sure. something very simple uh, with not a lot and make it work. Uh, but, you know, you still, you still have to make it look good. Uh, the photography in this, that, that black and white photography, looks pretty awesome at times, especially the uh, future, I guess. Like, with those men just looming over you creepily. I don't know. It looks great. It's very, like, German expressionistic, but without the... It's not super stylized either. But, yeah, I mean, you can see Terry Gilliam's uh, was influenced a lot by this from Brazil, or Full Monkeys. And I think this movie's impact could be felt in a lot of things. I mean, I feel like this is some real uh, Christopher Nolan stuff. Do you? I do. Yeah. yeah, it's similar. Yeah, there's like a cold calculatedness to it. I mean, there's it's different, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like this, uh, I'm not sure, Jean Negroni, uh, what he's all been in. He was actually in ton, quite a bit of stuff. 26 films to his name. But have you heard of any of them? No. Nope, not a person alive has. Yeah, but uh, the um, actor who plays the love interest, uh, Helen Chatelaine, this was their only thing. Uh, most of them only really ever did this, other than our lead. But I don't know. Uh, it's hard to talk about Pleasure Day beyond that. For me, unless I wanted to write a paper about it. Oh <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not sure doing it. I have not. I have not. How dare okay. you? How dare you? Um, well, it wasn't a bad guess. Yeah, it's a nice little uh, piece of uh, minimalist science fiction from the '60s, and 
I don't know. I think young, young budding filmmakers can still get something out of it because I think it's so simple uh, mm-hmm. and again, uh, attainable. You could do this. All you need is a camera. And, but you also, when you watch this too, and I was kind of paying attention to this, watching it on my, on my laptop, as David Lynch intended, uh, mm-hmm. the editing is super sharp and perfectly timed. Like you you go one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. And it cuts with that every single time. And it's got this nice rhythm. And then there's those times where it delays and it's very purposeful. It's real, it's real subtle, very low key. I like it. RJ, what did you think of? La jete. I just had to bust my metronome out to get le, that one. La jet. One, two. La shit? Le Did you say? Jet. Was that, is that what you were going to say? La shit? No, I, I reviewed this in a, a manner that I thought was appropriate. Mm-hmm. I said that uh, this is for the picture book fans and the audiobook dudes coming together. This is what they call cinema, I've been told. Cinema. I've been told. Jared, what do you know about the art house? Um, I try to stay away from that place. Okay, I've heard bad things have happened in there. It's not up for me to stay or decide. No. I imagine Legette and Saint Soleil are uh, the things that are playing in, like I don't know, in the background of like a hipster bar. You know what I mean? It's like being projected on the wall. Oh, they'd People. be watching it though. They're not in the background. Yeah. Well, I imagine it'd be playing, and then this is where you get your, like, beef carpaccio, and you're just like... Tweed and flat caps. Yeah, yeah, and you're just, you go, hmm, how trite, how trite. No, I mean, there's one person who said that on this pod this week. Uh, I I don't know anything about it. I just showed up 10 minutes ago. Um, Mm. So, Mm. I think this is a bit of a mixed bag. I think uh, there's some stuff I think is cool in this. I um, I like some of the images, like... I like when there's dudes with like things taped over their eyes and they're just like screaming. They're like, ah, I, uh, I like that. And, um, I do think the, I wouldn't even say like the novelty, but like the, the way that they present the information, which is, you know, a dude talking and then stills. I think it's neat. Like, um, I think a lot of people have probably tried to copy this and have done really shitty versions of that. (laughs) So yeah. I and I don't know if this is even the first version of that, probably not, but like it is um as you said, it's pretty well crafted in that sense. Like it is it's pretty sharp. Um I will say that this one did uh definitely keep my attention a little bit more than the next <laughs> one. Oh, interesting. Uh, mm. but uh this one this one did keep my attention. Uh for one reason it's shorter, so I knew that going in. I was like, Oh, this is only like twenty minutes. I'll give it a go. Um, so I threw it on. I do like some of the images. I like the the presentation of it. It's not totally my bag, but I don't think that that's a, a knock against this thing in the sense that like, um, I like its idea. I I think I would like this more as almost like, I don't know, like I like just like a story, which I think is kind of what you had said. You're like this is kind of just like a short story being read. There's just pictures that go with it. So I do think. I don't know, maybe it was just the day I watched it or something. I feel like this maybe would have landed better with me on a a different watch, but um so like I don't mind this. I think it's alright. I like I like what they're going with. I like some of the images. Some of it like even though it's like thirty minutes long or whatever, there was a minute or two where I was kinda like 
was it was was it when they're like looking at the taxidermied animals? Uh, not even quite that. Like it might have been, but and the like, music's were... like da, 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 yeah, and it's just like wow, they're falling in love. Yeah, there there were a couple sequences like that where I was just kind of like do 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 do. You know, you you just like playing the drums in your head. You're like playing the drums in your head you're like looking at the wall oh. i did that a couple times during this looking, looking at, at the wall, wall. <laughs> at, at the at the hipster bar yeah at the hipster bar yeah. uh but i do uh like your mention like i do see terry gilliam in this and uh i do actually get the chris nolan thing chris nolan is such a nerd um yeah yeah he's got such a hard on for like weird sci-fi where it's just like things that like kind of play around with presentation. Uh so I get it. Uh yeah, I, I didn't mind Legit. It's not uh it's not gonna be in my all time banger list, but let's be sure let's be honest. What is these days, you know? What is? Few and far between. But uh I didn't hate it, which I'm sure a lot of people thought I would. Um, oh, I didn't think oh I didn't think you'd hate this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, there's just, there's no you can't hate this movie, really. Like yeah. Well, yeah. let's talk about San Soleil. <laughs> or maybe you can talk about Legette more. Oh. Legette. So Cirque du Soleil. Um, uh, yeah. From, from 1983. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris Marker. Sure he's, it is. He, he's back. He's making, he's, make, he's, he's making moves. So this is uh, a lot of stock footage edited together. Okay. And okay, okay, I'm jumping the gun. I've only seen this movie once. And let me tell you, when I logged this, uh, 2016, mm-hmm. I gotta say I'm I'm a little shocked at my my review at the time or my star rating of the time. Can you uh, describe that for us? Four stars. Okay. And okay. what year did you watch this? Uh, 2016. It's not oh, that's that long. Classic 2016, Jerry. Yeah. Before that's that was the, before the pod. Yeah, that was uh, didn't mere, you... but mere months, months before. What did we watch last week? I, come on, I can't answer that. <laughs> oh wait, I can. Uh, uh, wasn't that Sash of the Bailiff? Yeah, what was it? Did you give be, that best, like four be, stars be, be, like be, eight years ago? No, 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 three and a half. Oh, and let me tell you, there would have been a golf, yeah. a golf between three and a half and four, mm. even then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, a synopsis, if you will. Okay. He wrote me. A woman narrates the thoughts of a world traveler, meditations on time and memory expressed in words and images through places as far flung as Japan, Guinea-Bissau, and Iceland, and San Francisco. It's a travelogue, RJ, of places you've never been. And maybe Chris Marker hasn't either. But maybe he has? So, uh, so this narration um, is a fictional character. He hasn't. I think he has a name. What is the name of this guy? I think it's um Guy Man. Yeah, Yeah. Guy Man. Gilly. Uh, uh, Gilly Gullman. No. Billy Boy. Frankie. uh, uh, What was it? Joey Legs. Frankie Arms. (laughs) Was it Tony yeah. Arms? Is that that Tony made up name you made up earlier? Tony Arms. <laughs> Tony Ar- Arms. Ar- Ar- Tony Arms, get out of here. 
Get out of here. Fuck, Ernie what's his name? Years. There's a name. It's, a, it's at the very end. It's like Gillespie or something. <laughs> yeah. Gillespie. Johnny Gillespie. Gillespie. Yeah. yeah, my favorite guy. Ernie. How, Arjun, how does one even talk about this thing? Uh, you tell me, Hoss. Man. man. So it opens up, <laughs> amongst other things. Uh, yeah, with a, yeah. There's a, it's a character. Mm-hmm. Talking, uh, observing and noting things, and yeah, it's over footage. Uh, a, a huge chunk of this is set in Japan. Okay, like probably half. I feel okay. Um, a giraffe shows up. It, Tell me uh, more about that. Out of the blue, you're just yeah. like, but you kind of go. Well, this this doesn't this looks like some weird snuff film footage, like the the film this like crackly old film stock. And sure enough, this draft gets shot in the neck, and blood was spraying everywhere from this giant creature. And then you get to watch it struggle for a, a tad, just a little bit, and then it cr- dro- drops to the ground. And then this guy comes out and just shoots it in the head. But wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> then you get a vulture circling above, and it just descends and just is pulling out this giraffe's eyeball out of his skull. <laughs> and you go, yeah. oh, an RJ pick, I see. Is that what they would call it? I think so. Okay. I, I had no recollection at all of that. At all. I, <laughs> like, I saw RJ. Maybe, maybe you went to the bathroom at the time. Yeah, I, I went and did something else for a little while. Yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, watching this again, all I remember is like the little the, the cat shrine, which is uh, cool. I like the cat shrine yeah. part, and, and then you get to, like the, the the genital shrine in Japan, which is cool. I like the genital shrine part. Yeah, yeah. There's that. There's those. Uh, you get footage of people sleeping. Uh, in yeah. Japan, like on on trains. Yeah. Uh, you also, where else are they sleeping? Lots of sleeping. Uh, sometimes they sleep. Just um, and I will say, uh, let me let me just say, RJ, that uh, some of the the scenes of people sleeping very well edited. Oh sure. Uh, have you ever have, have you ever done any editing, RJ? N- no, I'm um. Did, okay. I'm not in one of those guys. But would you say though, perhaps that this this film? experience could you uh, use some editing i don't know if i could say that jared and that's not me being um it's not me being weird i don't know if this could use editing or not do you you think this could uh be slimmed down a touch how what's the clock on this 140 100 yeah 100 minutes i think they could have shaved a little bit out yeah a little bit I would have probably little... cut that giraffe scene. Yeah. I can tell you that much. Yeah. So, so it's, that's uh, just my personal preference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just leave that one on the, the cutting room floor. Yeah. And don't yeah. even bring it in. I mean, when... that, that was like, oh. But, it's, the... but, but, light, but you, can't, you can't look just at life, RJ. You can also look at death. Yeah. I would just film a cemetery. And I'd say, they are dying. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, simula- simulated death. <laughs> they are dying. They are dying. And then you cut to a mall in America, and you say, they too are dying, but in a different way. And then you see people eating cheeseburger. Oh. Mm-hmm. And you say, they're poisoning themselves. Yeah, they are. 
with empty calories and fats. Mm-hmm. And now I um, Some might say that this film might uh, recall the the experience, RJ, that you might have had when watching Stan Brackage films. I, I think just... of this. I, I think this because uh, I saw that uh, uh, longtime listener Jackson Uh-oh. commented on uh, my review for Le Jeté and uh, yeah. said, "Oh, Sansolé already! My goodness!" I went, "Oh yeah, this is some real Jackson action." Yeah, you know Jackson action. I know about action, Jackson. If that's oh. what you mean. Um, I don't think it has the same feel as a brackage. I mean, it, it is does, definitely nope, like in the doesn't. same vein, I guess. Mm, like, no. or maybe it's not like brackage is just like shapes and sounds for like extended periods of time. Oh, and other than the uh, the autopsies. Yeah, this had this has at least like a something <laughs> of a dog star man. Yeah. What about yeah. symbiotaxoplasmosis? Symbiopsychotaxoplasm? With the mostest. Hostess with the mostest. Beetlejuice? I mean, there's Beetlejuice. that. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Did he show up? One of the tits. A what? Remember? Remember that? Remember that movie? From Beetlejuice? <laughs> uh, I, I can't say that. I'm, I, I, yeah. I, I can't say. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm not sure what I was uh, jiving with when I watched this six, seven years ago for the first time. Uh, I, I seem to be very enthusiastic. I see, that's a pretty enthusiastic response, though, I would have had. Where I was like, yeah. You four stars? Four it's stars. Is pretty, it's pretty big. Uh, watching it now, it's like, <laughs> I'm like, huh, this is certainly long. Mm-hmm. No. And what are, what other feelings? Not engage. I'm I'm not engaging with this. Okay. And uh, I'm not. I didn't. I wasn't feeling the the writerly um, narration. Okay. Um. I didn't. I didn't think. There, I. I think it, I knew it was going for, but it wasn't making me care anymore. There's that cat though. Little cat waving. The cat little... is cool, but the cat yeah. scene's only. Well, like that five is. Like, long. That, that, I mean, that's that. That is probably the most. Uh, compelling thing about chris marker really is his uh, love of cats that, that guy fits cats into everything there Legit was cats day. in the last one too yeah there's even there's even a cat real cats real here cats. We, we, we had a ton of we got like not a ton but we get some real intense cat footage um he has a whole like three minute long film uh short film about a cat listening to music and cats. how's that uh it's exactly what it, it sounds like but we now live in the age of uh you know the internet and cats are in abundance. Yeah, but and can you have too many? They, cats do every. Cats can do all kinds of crazy things. Do I just want them laying there listening to music? No, I want them doing things, cute things. I mean, I actually, I, I think cats deserve downtime too. Like, I, I think yeah. it is. Oh, they important. get that. They, they do get that. Did you know cats sleep two thirds of their life? I, I've heard. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, cats deserve it though. They work hard. Um, you know, sight and sound uh, in a poll. Uh, film critics voted Sansa uh, Soleil the third best documentary film of all time. Uh, what were the first two? That's a good question. Let's find out. Because uh, that, that to me is um, a bit egregious. Personally. A little here, a little there. Yeah. I guess it's more truthful to the depiction of reality, RJ. Is it? Yeah, sure. Maybe life's not gettable. 
and it's just uh, some somebody pontificating and someone else is reading the words and and none of it makes any sense. Oh, Pontification? Number, number one. Oh, of course, it's man with a movie camera. Why, why do people have such hard-ons for, like, oh, self-referential, like, movie making? This one's, that one's pretty cool for about yeah. 20 minutes. And then it yeah. keeps going. You know what, Vertov? Fuck, if I had a nickel for every time i cool. heard about Hey, Vertov. these no, no, uh, the movie. This is, like... Yeah, this is telling though. It's like, yeah, these are things for twenty-year-old um, filmmakers to get excited about that don't know it. They, but now we have YouTube. Uh, people are exposed to like cool stuff and shit stuff like all porn? day, all day long. Uh, yeah. There's gonna be those those deep cuts that might escape them, and that's why you go to school, I guess. You hear from people be like, hey, you you know about Vertov? You know about Chris Marker? I don't know. We can. We still got it. Uh, number two, Shoa. Uh, uh yeah. number f- oh hey shit number four night and fog <laughs> look at that okay. so they, they're saying sans soleil is better than night and fog yeah according to the votes according to the vote now people didn't vote that this is better than that it just it's based they on the number of votes received for... yeah uh okay. but yeah, night, night and fog's in there uh thin blue line which uh is great uh, okay. i have no problem with that Chronicle yep. of a Summer. I don't know what that is. Well, it's about. Oh, oh, oh. Number is seven, RJ. Yeah. One of your, it's one of your favorites. And we've talked about it on this podcast. Have. We have. Which one? I think way back. Way Documentary? Back. Documentary. Probably the first documentary we ever talked about. King of Kings? Give me shelter? Further back. Salesman? Further back. Ah. Also has animal violence. Well, Nanooka in the North doesn't really count as a documentary, does it? Sure it does. I know, but wasn't a lot of that staged? It's all staged, RJ. That's why Sans Soleil, it it, it transcends. Hey, Grey Grey Gardens. Grey Gardens is an incredible one. uh, Sorrow and the Pity, Grizzly Man. In a, bun- in a bun- Oh, F for fake. Come on. Come on. It's not even like a real one. Man. Hey, Har- there's Harlan County, USA. Wait down. There's Salesman. There you go. There's Gimme Shelter. Oh. There- Ooh, there- there's-, there's my boy Crumb. I, I, it would have been cool if Crumb was a little higher, but that's okay. Uh, well, that's neither here nor there. Cool. All right. So, anyway. Um, yeah, tell bye. me how you feel. Bye, my time. I don't know. I don't know what to feel about this. Uh, I think if you're seeking out this style of content, there's qu- nothing quite like it, and it'll be it'll be very satisfying to you. Uh, for me, at this point in time, a man deeply engaged with um, painting mini figs, currently working yeah. on a uh, maggot yeah. kin of Nurgle uh, Blood Bowl team. A what? Um, watching Sans Soleil at this junction. Yeah. Not, not, not the most interesting thing. Not okay. The most interesting thing, quite honestly. Uh, yeah. I don't know what to say about it, other than it's like, yeah, it's this is an, like this is it it's an exercise. It's an exercise in editing. Extravagance. Extravagance. I don't know if, and I don't know. Um, this time out for me it wasn't as successful as previously. Okay. Well, I know that you're a four star guy kind of guy. Was. So cool. Was. Only Ooh. was. 
Listen to this, though. Okay. Not all critics have been so positive on uh, Old San Soleil. In The Guardian, Peter Bradshaw awarded it three stars out of five, saying it was, quote, sometimes perplexing, often intriguing, occasionally redundant. The modified video images of urban commotion and guerrilla warfare, together with Moog's synth score, look a bit quaint, unquote. Quaint, they say. I know Vincent Canby, what did he have to say? Mr. Marker pretends to be examining the quality of contemporary life, though what he actually is doing is examining his own, not always coherent or especially interesting reactions to our world. Saint Soleil is a totally self-absorbed movie that closes out all but the most devoted Marker students. I don't know. It's a documentary about. It's a documentary about but itself. Okay. I don't know. Uh, this was like, this also I should note reminds me a lot of Mondo films. Um, What's a Mondo film? Uh, it's like these these crazy documentaries depicting the the wacky world. Um, so you have things where it's like we go to the dark, the darkest heart of Africa, and eat, watch chickens have their throats torn out, like that, Is that kind of shit. What people want Mondo, Mondo Kane. Um, it had its day in the sun, kind of the 60s and 70s. Um, it's kind of like what Cannibal Holocaust was trading on when I it came see. along, being like presenting itself like a Mondo film. Uh, this so this is 83, so this is a bit more of a uh, intellectual version of that and a bit more um, artistic license. Definitely not going toward the sensational, the commercial side of things. But I mean, I don't know. I think that uh, your uh, Koyanis Quatsi uh, does it, or does well. The last time I watched it, definitely left more of an impact on the whole. Uh, but on hey, which that's, hole? Uh, the on the whole, not yeah, not which not, one? not Joe Dante's hole. Oh, I thought you were talking about a personal thing. Okay. Do the, you know what I mean? The anus. I I didn't know which hole. That's why I had asked for clarification. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, this is sort of like that travel log kind of extreme thing, though, because especially when you throw in uh, the giraffe being killed, uh, you go, huh? Uh, This reminds me of Killing of America. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I've never seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Or how about or the the traces of death film series? I'm not familiar with those. The faces. How about the faces of death? Not familiar with those. Okay. Mondo topless. Uh, not familiar with that. Okay. Talking Asia. Talking Asia. Which which was you know produced in West Germany. I know talking Europe, but not Asia. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. that one's a little different. Mondo, New York. I know Mondo Gecko. <laughs> Death scenes. Death scenes about, too. It's like, oh, Mondo? here's here's real footage of a bank robbery where the police killed the assailants. <laughs> but it's more like pop, 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 pop. And then you see the aftermath. Life is short. Is it? And it can draw near. Snatched away. You can see the light drain out of their eyes. Hmm. RJ, what did you think of Sans Soleil? 
Uh, I fell asleep, so I didn't watch it. Okay. No, I watched it. Mostly. Mostly, but I did fall asleep for about... The first time I fell asleep was a solid 10 <laughs> minutes. The first time. Uh, and I rewound it a bit, and then I watched it again. And then, uh, I'm going to be fully honest. The second time I fell asleep, it was for about 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. I didn't rewind it. Yeah, I just okay. let it keep going. Yep. Um, I didn't much care for it, if I'm being <laughs> yeah. very honest. That's no, hey, you know what? I prefer yeah. that. I prefer, I prefer it. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I, uh, I won't blame you. Is this for you. somebody? Sure. Yeah. Sure, and I don't hold anything against those okay. people. I just wasn't very interested in it to be, yeah. compl- to be fully on board with you, mm-hmm. big guy. Um, big guy. I don't know. There's something about it. Like there were, there were a few things I liked. Like I liked the cat shrine. I thought that was cool, and I liked, <laughs> I, I, I liked that in like. Like you said, like, you know, there's things that people sleep in. I like that, too. Um, It's just, I don't know. It just meanders for so long that I was like, ugh. I was like, tighten this up, baby. Tighten this up. It could be pretty mm. slick if you tried. Or I don't know if you, I mean, try it. Not tried, but like, right. I don't know, rein this in a little bit. Make it a little bit more condensed. And I feel like people would actually... Uh, like you know what I mean? Well, well, I mean, people do. They they are into this movie. So this movie's got forty thousand views I'm on sure, Letterboxd. No, I'm sure and it, it and, does. It, and its star rating is four point two. Some real some hard fours and hard fives dominating. Some hard uh, R's too. I heard <laughs> hard J's. That's what I mean. That's what I mean when people call me urge. Hard uh, hard hard urge. J. But I'm also a hard J. You are a hard J as well. It, yeah. Wow, we just we just hit it. We we figured it out. The hard J, the hard J. They're talking about uh, both of us. That's true. That's very true. Uh, no, I mean that's what I mean. Like I have no doubt this movie has its champions and dudes that are probably like, like I could see some dude like carrying around a DVD, the Criterion DVD of this, like one day hoping they're at a friend's house and they're like, "Man, I'm bored. We should throw a movie on." It says, "Well, I have just the thing." is that what he sounds like he sounds just like this isn't that he, the isn't that the incel from earlier no this is somebody else entirely yeah, a, also imbibes in an all beef diet well yeah the beef was right there i'm not gonna eat a carrot <laughs> you got any benzos i do have heartburn though frequently um, I do think a guy out there exists that is just carrying this movie around with him forever. <laughs> do you think? Do you think he's listening? I guarantee he's listening, and I don't hold anything against you, dude. Like, I got does, no does he leave the Does he leave the case at home and puts it into like a a little like a jewel case? I think if he's trying to impress, or if he's trying to like spur it on as a surprise, he'd be like, "I just bought this from like a guy downstairs." Like, oh, I know, I know just, what it is. You know what it is. I don't you know, know. You know. You know. No. No. Let me tell you, he's not waiting to foist it onto like friends or something like that at a house party. No, 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 dude. Yeah, you got it all wrong. He's waiting for that opportunity in a class at a university, and he yeah. wants to be like, "Hey, think- uh, hey, doctor, uh, 
uh, you know, I know we're in the class. Like, I think it'd be really uh, important for uh, my my peers to mm-hmm. wa- uh, watch this. Um, I think they might get a lot out of. It. I mean, you and I understand uh, the importance of Marker's work, but I don't. I just don't think this is like, you know a twenty year old. I don't think they really fully comprehend um, what you and I understand. But I think it'd be. I think it'd be a benefit. What do you think? Can we, do you think we can make that happen? Do you think? <laughs> do you I, wanna, I think that do, is. Do, do, do you want to be my advisor? I think I'm doing my master's. But are you? Is anyone else in your lab at the moment? <laughs> oh. Do you have any vacancy for me, Gary? <laughs> um, I do think that's how that conversation goes. But I don't think he's an actual student. I don't think he's even auditing the class. I think he's no. sitting in. You no, know what I mean? He's he's a student. You think? So? But for how long? What year is is this in his studency? Year six. Well, there's a dropout, so there's there's a kind of a leaving school and coming back, but coming back with this false sense of maturity. Do you <laughs> think he's like that too? Mature? Yeah, mature. What about manure? No. Yeah, so, I didn't. I didn't much care about this at all, man. I fell asleep twice on two separate days <laughs> watching this thing. Smooth, it's a little yeah. So we could do some naps. <sighs> Maybe it's so hip. Maybe it's hypnotic. Some uh, this. Oh, I, I think I think it is actually. It is I hypnotic. mean, I, I, yeah, that that sounded sarcastic, but I think this is maybe somewhat hypnotic, like with just the sounds and like the. It is like it's clocked in like a metronome. It's just like and puts puts me to bed, baby. But yeah, that giraffe scene is uh, all sorts of bad. So uh, I was uh, obviously not on board with uh, that. Unfortunately, at all. you didn't nap through that. No, that was the only time I was paying full attention. Like, I was watching, and then the giraffe showed up, and I went, hmm, a giraffe. And then, and then mass hole in the giraffe's neck, and I went, oh, okay. Um, so that's a major bummer, but uh, anyway, great, I mean, I know what those great guys Great comic series. <laughs> major bummer. No. Yeah, it's starring uh, Damon Wayans. Um, what was I gonna say? I I know like it's kind of what you were joking about earlier. Those dudes are like, well, you gotta show pain and suffering if you're gonna show joy, and it's like, I not like that. You don't need to. And it's like I'm sure because it's green. It's like I'm sure they got the footage from somewhere else. I don't think they killed the fucking giraffe for this movie, but it's like no, no. It's like, it, 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 the movie it is mostly it's mostly stock, stock footage. Stock, and then, I think Chris yeah. Marker's got his own stuff in there. Um, yeah, it's pretty clear which ones which I think for the most part. Yeah. Um, I just want to mention um shout out to listener uh, Christopher Cheney's uh, review. Okay. Uh, a cross between a long Metal Gear Solid cutscene and a bad episode of Bourdain. Oh, he might be onto something. I think so. He might be. He might be onto something. Maybe yeah. the, the world. I don't know. Yeah. I think this will. De- I think this definitely floats people's boats, and I can oh, see sure it. it I, I liked. I liked it. I liked it at one point too, Great but deal. now it's kind of like, oh, that's yeah. a sl- kind of a slog, isn't it? <laughs> eh, I mean, you're you're a little bit more weathered, a little, a little bit more world, world weary, worn out. You know, some people say there's some tread on the tires, but I think you and uh, me, I think, uh, I think one of the tires has fallen off at this point. Mm-hmm. Like if we were if we we're sticking with the uh, automobile oh. reference, but not, the not, auto talking, not talking about holes, worn holes, oh. like the John Voight movie. 
Uh, like or, worm holes. How about that? Oh, I thought you said worn holes. And I was like, what do you I, mean by worn holes? I, I did say that. Oh, my God. So you are talking about the John Voight movie. <laughs> yeah. Wear and tear. Wear and tear. Oh, God. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Well, you want to hear some people who hate this movie? I guess. I mean, oh, I feel like man. I'd probably be the closest thing to it, but I don't like nah. I'm just a dude. Well, I mean, a lot of this is going to be like th- definitely not for me type of crowd. So yeah, yeah. I don't even know. It's not even. There's not even, no one to even hone in on. Maybe yeah. we're, we're Are gonna we get, doing Legetti like... or Sans? 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 Oh, Holy. good, good, good call. We should we should go back to Legetti. Le that that one Legetti. <laughs> Spaghetti Legetti. Mm. No. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we don't have to. I just no, no, no. I got, I got to pull it up. Ooh, so Legitte okay. is one hundred and twenty thousand people have viewed it. It's God got damn. four point three. Well, it's twenty minutes long. So beloved, beloved marker. I think there's a big crossover between being a, a mark from Head. marker. You know, marker. I know mark heads. Uh oh, come on, <laughs> come on here. Ah, uh, boy, Cole Miller. I see. Uh, stand-up comedian here, half a star. Not exactly a motion picture, is it? <laughs> KK, I'll say when I watched this, I thought something similar. I was like, it's not really a movie, hey? But I had the common decency not to put that into the world or into the internet. This dude just gave The Vanishing two stars. Oh. That's crazy. Vanishing's a great movie. Oh, they half-starred with Samurai. Sure. There's some cool noir imagery. In a lane don't but this is painfully boring. Uh, we got Lola Till Fox a little further down, half a star. Of course we do. W- would rather cheese grate my nips off than watch again. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's um, my nips. That's definitely descriptive. One of their favorite films is Hamilton. Oh, so that's cool. <laughs> Straight garbage. Uh, this is Lucy Mick, half a okay. star, bored shitless, and then it's like year thirteen film studies class last year. Good. Uh, uh, we got yeah. this, like these people saying this is really really bad. Hey, that uh, uh, Lucy Mick just watched Kick Ass, gave it four and a half stars. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's cool. Straight uh, garbage. This this is from SP seventy seven on the second page. Half star. This movie in quotes is only twenty eight minutes long, but it feels like four hours, and you hate every second of it. Zero reason why it's so highly rated. Some of you are too pretentious, perhaps. I mean, maybe I gotta mention something. This person has an insane fucking bio here. How I rate movies, and I'm not going to rate how it is, but this is how they ordered the numbers and how they rate. 2.5, 2, 1, 0.5, 3, 3.5, 4, 4.5, 5. Why didn't they just go 0 to 5? Why did they no, start at 2.5 no, no, going down no. and then flip to 3 going up? It doesn't... They're, they're, but you know what? This is, and this is the person that's worried about pretentious people. <laughs> Well, a four-star to them is a practical masterpiece. Practical. Uh, Ollie, Ollie Dickoff. Oh, okay. Hate, hate, hated this. 
so arrogant. Just make what? a normal movie, Chris Marker, you unbearable moron. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if arrogance <laughs> the right word for unbearable it. Unbearable okay. moron. <laughs> Uh, hey, he five starred uh, in Bruges, one of the best scripts I've oh, ever seen. Fuck me, scripts, Jared. Ollie, oh. one, one of the <laughs> best scripts. Uh, That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I watched this in my photography class. Couldn't tell you why. The fuck was any of that shit? I always, I always get so bummed out when people are like, "What did I just watch?" Or like, "What is this shit?" And it's like. It's a thing, man. Man, this is cool. Uh, there's a, it's a happy face, half star. I had oh, okay. to watch this in film school. Thought my computer was frozen, but no, it was just like that. God, I hate France. Yeah, big, big, big one there. Big brain. Yeah. Right. Uh, what about wa- uh, Sansuli? Sansuli? Or do we got more Jetes? Oh, I'm just a little Jete. Oh, okay, what do we got? Who's next? Uh, well, there's Elise. I'm just gonna read some of these reviews. Alyssa, go. Uh, I'm I'm so confused, Lamau, but maybe I will like this more than after I talk about it in my film class tomorrow. Ha <laughs> ha! To be continued. Alyssa says, "Hi, I'm Alyssa, and I finally found a place. Uh, the only place where me saying I rotted and binge watched movies all day isn't a bad thing." Who's going to say that's a bad thing? Nobody's going to give a shit if you do that. On Letterboxd or the real world. Goblin mode is a thing now. Just do whatever the fuck you feel like. Whoa. They five-star Shang-Chi and in all caps. I am so fucking proud to be Asian. That's cool. Good for them. Representation. <laughs> that's important. That's right. That's yeah. right. All right. Sans Soleil. Okay. I'm rolling over. This is a... Uh... Ethan. Oh, yeah. The idolatry of the banal. Sounds like you. Guess what the first, guess what the third word is he's going to say? Banal? Irony? A boring, pretentious, grotesque film, which is unworthy of a finishing. Truly, I have absolutely nothing good to say about this movie. The visuals are largely underwhelming and uninteresting, and the commentary is equally and as uninsightful and dull. If you are interested in learning anything or merely being entertained, I highly suggest skipping this art house drivel. Um, I, I get I get this dude's vibe. Uh, favorite films include uh, Lord of the Rings, Two Towers. Shawshank, oh. Knight of Cups, the Terrence Malick film, and then Knight Koyun Sequatsi. Knight of Cucks? Knight of Cucks is uh, how some people have said. He watched Sansoli today. What today, the fuck? <laughs> today God this damn, person bud. watched it. They're a listener. Yeah, could be. Could be. No. You got Patrick probably not. probably not. Could be, but probably not. No. More like Knight of Cox, am I right? Word. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. What else we got? What else we got here? Uh, KG Kirk, so pretentious. Anybody who says they enjoy watching this is a liar. Or they have deluded themselves into thinking there is something insightful going on when it's really just incoherent ramblings over the top of stock footage. 
I don't know. This movie's easy to hate. That's it's, yeah. it's like it's too easy. So maybe I'm gonna flick it to who gave it five stars. Oh no. Ah, uh, see, this is the flip side, RJ. Yeah. You know, you know both flip sides. No, I know. Uh, this movie. This movie was viewed in the future. Uh, tomorrow. Oh, is it? Because they're they're probably in a they're ahead of us in the time zones. I see that. Five stars. Poetic visual visualization on the moments in time that define us. Uh, uh this person also likes Lahane and the nice guys. Huh? <laughs> I muted that, right? No. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, we'll continue on. Oh. Uh, five stars from Amir. One of those deeply foundational film watching experiences where you watch something and you genuinely do feel like you're changed by it. Are you talking? Are you talking about Amir? Yeah, I see Amir. He likes Millennium Mambo. Do you know what that movie is? Nope. Okay. Well, in his bio, he says Kino appreciator. So he's got that going for him. Uh, Vanden, the hardest thing for the human mind to do is comprehend the fact that other people think the same way we do to a certain universal extent. (laughs) And the second hardest thing is even thinking about the way we ourselves think. But this movie, in both its beauty and at, at times its darkness, made me feel like I understand everyone else a little better. Uh, one of their favorite films is First Reformed. Jared loved that movie. Uh-huh. Loved it. This film needs to be hung up in the Louvre. Get out of here. The Louvre's not even kind of for that kind of stuff. Kida? Tia? Um, that's in their favorite films. What that's about cool. the Ace Face? Indescribable, but undeniably a masterpiece. Edit. Oop. The best I can do with this is to describe a single sequence that grabbed me. Alexandra Stewart narrates how the Japanese have a ceremony for burning broken dolls and how the act of burning them releases souls from their bodies. The camera passes over the people throwing dolls on a fire, and then Stewart says their faces are what I imagine the faces of those seeing off the kamikaze pilots were like. The d- <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that bit. Um, yeah, I don't know about that there. Uh marker the depiction of a simple act burning old broken toys layered in with the impossibly huge meaning that a spiritual ritual is taking place this is what this movie is like beautiful I mean, is it is beautiful it? beautiful all right yeah. enough of enough of these people enough of them um touche yeah. touche Any final thoughts on your first taste of Chris Marker? Uh, don't you mean last taste? Last <laughs> taste of Chris well, Marker. That, yeah, that was your opening. I've pretty much had my fill. I'm thinking yeah. I'm good. Yeah, you're all topped up. I had two hour, two and two hours and ten minutes worth or so. I'm. Mm-hmm. What more do you need? I ain't doing it. He's done, boys. He's done. Yeah. Very well. Yeah, I mean, I still like Le Jeté. Uh, Saint Soleil. Um, maybe one day I'll come back to it and be like, ah. But not today's not that day. This this week. This week is not it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Yeah.
after the break, uh, we're kamikaze pilots looking at the run looking at the runtime of every single criterion we watch every single week because, it against because, our because we're yeah 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 Is that another sneeze no i said oh. not good i went not good <laughs> it was like a, a, a weird mechanical distortion if i was sneezing you Jay, if you could go back in time, where would you go? Like six years ago, when we were sitting down to do the first episode, and I'd go, hey, bud, maybe don't. Do you want to like movies still in six and a half years? Would you like to enjoy the hobby that you have currently? Would you like to continue to enjoy that hobby? Well, bud, I have news for you. Ching, ching, not not like a violent thing. I see. Uh, the cast register that you're going to drop on my head, and you can email us at criterioncrease at gmail.com this week because we'll be reading our emails of the month next week. Um, I, I get those emails in. Hell yeah! We got a Facebook page. We don't use it all. We're on Instagram. That exists. We're on Letterboxd. And um, I'm Jared Duncan. He's Barnwolf on there. We've got yeah. a Patreon sure that you can you can pay a dollar for this yeah. hot content. Some of the most enriching film conversations you'll ever have mm-hmm. about pepperoni sticks. Uh, deep fried pepperoni, apparently. Coming yeah. Down. Coming no. down the pipe. No. Talking about... You know, dessert places in Creepsville. <laughs> smelly yep. water. Tune in to see, find out if it's still smelly next week. Uh, um, see if we still hate this place next yeah, week. We've got a Discord if you join that Patreon, let me tell you. Yeah, and, what's uh, on there? Uh, I don't know, bad, bad dudes. Okay. Um, but we're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, etc. Hey, next week, RJ. Oh, man. I know uh, you've been asking if we were getting around to this one. Claude Berry's The Two of Us from 1967. Um, yeah, I can't wait. I've wanted to watch it forever. I love Claude Berry. He's kind of like Chuck Berry. <laughs> kind of. He invented rock and roll, do you know? Yeah. I, I didn't. You didn't know Chuck Berry invented rock and roll? Nope. Well, that's true. Okay. Read a book sometime. Oh, Damn. 
<laughs> well, yeah. I've, I've had my fill, I think. You know, Jack of all Barry? this. Of, of this. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm good. I think. I think the listener's good too. So until next time, don't sneeze. Do whatever I please in my own house. And take care of your anus.